it's so easy to point at the people who are doing things wrong and reach out to turn their volume down. It is also weak. It's more challenging to find the people who are doing things right and crank their volume up. I wonder with my show if I have reached out to the people who are wrong and, not, and I have not reached out to the people who are right. You know what I mean? It is March 18th, 2018. Welcome to Paradox of Civility. I'm your host, Roy Koshi. Um, so if you've been listening to this show or you read the description above, you will know that Paradox of Civility is basically a podcast where I, Roy Koshi, revisit a show that I hosted online, a radio show called The Hate Project, between 2012 and 2013. And on this show, um, I allowed and even invited uh, actual racists um, actual hate mongers to call in so that I could uh, discuss hate with them, discuss how they got to that point, uh, discuss uh, the sources and reasons for why they hate, kind of discover their origin story so that, um, you know, hopefully all of us could understand hatred a little bit better. So I'm revisiting clips of this show, certain episodes of the show to sort of um, look at them under the lens of the current uh, times we're living in right now, specifically um, as we're living under the current uh, Donald Trump administration in the White House, um, in which uh, a lot of white nationalists, white supremacists feel very empowered, and a lot of the ideas that have been espoused on the hate project, they were still considered fringy ideas, people in respectable society wouldn't say them, but now they're more mainstream. It's mainstream uh, in that it's unavoidable, is what I really mean by that. Um, it's not just people walking around with like uh, Nazi flags, even though that's happening, certainly, uh, and those folks are a lot more empowered right now. But it's just, um, you know, I, so I watched a documentary called White Right, Meeting the Enemy, um, in which a filmmaker named Dia Khan, uh, she traveled around the country uh, talking to white supremacist, white nationalist leaders in the were members of the neo-Nazi movement. Uh, she was trying to understand hatred, similar uh, mission that I had. She was trying to understand hatred, why they hate, where it all comes from. Um, and she did this in person. She did this face-to-face -face with them, um, whereas I did it anonymously. Um, I had people call in anonymously because I thought that that was the right way to go. Okay. Now, she filmed them around the time that the deadly Charlottesville rally, the Unite the Right rally, uh, before and after that rally had happened. And um, quite a few times in that documentary, Nazi leaders literally say that, you know, Donald Trump, finally we have a guy who's in the White House, who's in a position of power, who has, um, you know, attained this sort of like uh, the highest office in the land who's espousing the same talking points that we have been espousing, we have been fighting for throughout our, our entire careers and that, um, you know, that white nationalists, white supremacists have been fighting for since they've existed. So um, that's what I mean by that. So for those of us who don't hold those views, we all know now, like most of us know like what the 14 words are. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, I don't need to repeat them right now. You can look them up. Uh, I've repeated them on previous episodes. Uh, we know who Richard Spencer is, um, even though he was a fringe character years ago. Um, 
Now, on the one hand, maybe it's a good thing that this uh, toilet um, is blocked up and the sewage is coming to the surface so we can just identify what the problem is. On the other hand, um, and this is something that I've been grappling with with this show, The Hate Project, and, um, you know, just in general, people giving a platform to racists. Um, how much of it is just exposure? How much of it is just literally enabling them to spread their message further and further? And that's something that I've been grappling with. If you've been listening to previous episodes of this podcast, um, I've been grappling with that. Um, did I just give people a platform or did I at least start the process of them, you know, some sort of self-examination or some examination from the listener's side of what America is really like and what we can do about it? I don't know still. Um, I don't think that I, like, deliberately enabled anybody. I think I did push back. And in this episode, I do push back on the people who call in. But um, I'm still not sure how much good it did, to be honest. And I even talk about that a little bit in this episode. So um, um, now I talk about current events as they relate to previous episodes of the hate project that I'm exploring. So let's just talk about the big one, uh, the Christchurch, New Zealand mosque shooting, the deadly attack that left 50 people dead. It was done by a white supremacist named Brenton Harrison Tarrant. Um, this guy, he cited Donald Trump, and let me see if I can find the quote. He hailed Donald Trump as a symbol of renewed white identity and common purpose. And um, he, he cited other people like uh, Brevik, Anders Brevik, the white supremacist terrorist that murdered 77 people in Norway. Um, and he also cited some other people like Pootie Pie and Candace Owens, and uh, many are arguing that he did that to troll liberals, to that liberals would then go at those folks, even though he doesn't really like them. I mean, if he's a white supremacist, I mean, you can use somebody like Candace Owens for certain purposes, but, you know, she's not part of his uh, white ethnostate uh, dreams there. And... Um, so, and then that's another thing. Uh, this is sort of, uh, he live streamed his uh, attack. And then there's a picture of him in court where he's flashing the white power AOK symbol. And uh, the white power AOK symbol, of course, took a benign gesture like AOK, the three fingers and the circle with the thumb and the index finger. Um, and it made it into a hateful thing. Um, and it's one of those very clever things where. Um, you know, uh, if you object to somebody making the AOK symbol when they're being white supremacist, you're you're the one who looks unreasonable. It's like you're being mad at the, you know, wow, I'm just wearing khaki pants. What, you are khaki pants racist now? Like, um, but, you know, they are doing it to be racist. So it's a benign symbol. They've imbued it with a hateful ideology and hateful intention. But there's a plausible deniability that it's such a benign symbol that um, they can sit there and be like, oh, well, you're getting mad. That's the joke. You're getting mad at a benign symbol uh, while they get away with actually signaling their real hate towards each other, to, to each other, I should say. Um, and so, yeah, it's a very, uh, the attacks are, this guy was radicalized online. He didn't have a record um, of any sort of uh, violence, and I don't believe he belonged to a hate group. Um, radicalized online, and... Um, it's truly an internet attack, uh, attack of the internet where it's uh, nothing is serious. It's all, it's a shit post and it's a real bloodbath, basically. Um, and clearly the, the guy is proud of himself and he doesn't care about what he did 
when you look at that picture from court. So, um, yeah, that's that's where I worry uh, about all this stuff. So I understand that, uh, listener, if you don't want to listen to this episode, especially you know if you're listening to it when it's being released, you don't have to. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know why I said you don't have to. I'm not going to know whether you're listening to it or not. I don't monitor your fucking device. Uh, what I really mean to say is that the uh, Hate Project episode that you'll be listening to, um, there is uh, some more hate language and hateful ideology and me trying to uh, navigate through that. So if that's not for you, I would recommend uh, come back to it at a later date or don't come back to it. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, uh, speaking of the Internet and radicalization, uh, YouTube uh, the official YouTube account on Twitter, they tweeted out their condolences to the uh, victims of this massacre. And a lot of people rightfully responded back to YouTube and dragged them for allowing Nazis to allow white nationalists to allow the alt-light people who are gateway drugs to white nationalism to just maintain their platform. And it's really weird, and I don't know if there's somebody out there who can speak to me about this, because... Like, I had to look up some stuff for my show out of research, but for the most part on YouTube, I look up, like, 90s hip-hop. I look up, like, been on a weird Frank Zappa kick as of late. Um, I look up different things. I look up film stuff, uh, like cinema, you know, Criterion Collection-style film clips and shit like that. And I constantly will get, like, in my algorithm, recommendations, suggestions of Ben Shapiro destroying a feminist, Jordan Peterson, uh, Stefan and or, like, all these, like, you know people who are gateway drugs to even more hard right Nazis, like actual Nazis. Um, and yeah, that's another thing. You know, you got your like Bill Maher's and Ben Shapiro's who've kind of been sanitized. Um, Bill Maher's a shitty 80s comedian, obviously. Ben Shapiro, um, he's considered the cool guys philosopher, but he was presented as like this sort of like intellectual, but he's a right wing, you know, uh, philosopher, intellectual espouses very anti-Arab, very hateful uh, rhetoric. And, uh, you know, he's obviously right-wing. Bill Maher is embraced by liberals, and they seem to gloss over his just rampant Islamophobia that he's very openly been espousing for years and years now. So, yeah, the pipeline extends very far. So, like, if there's pollution at one end, it just makes its way even into liberal circles, is my point. Um, but I do want to talk about something else. So on this episode that you're about to hear, uh, there's a couple of calls. One of them is from this guy named Logan Hunter. Um, I can't, the conversation is really insane because he keeps screaming. He goes into a rage whenever he's talking and I have to stop him and tell him to calm down when I try to respond because he keeps talking over me. I even hang up on him at one point and then like he calls back saying, I'm sorry, you know, this guy's just full of rage. Um, and basically, um, you know, he tries to guess, like, if I'm a white person or, you know, all that stuff. Again, you know, throughout most of this uh, run of the hate project, I kept my own identity anonymous. Um, but I indicate that I do have dark skin. And at one point, um, he does say something like, well, I wish that, you know, you should really tell people this, you know, when, you're, when they're talking to you. Um, I'm not sure exactly why or how it makes things different or how it makes me different of a different human being. I kind of push back about that like that. But, um, you know, um, he here's why I'm bringing this up. Later in this uh, program as well, Dragon1488, who's the resident Ku Klux Klansman who keeps calling in, um, at one point he invites me to a rally, to a KKK rally. And um, I think, like, he kind of gets the impression that I'm not, I don't really have white skin. 
But um, and he sort of says, like, you know, we can cover you up. Uh, but he invites me a couple of times. He invited me before. And then he invited me again on this episode. And on this episode, he seems really like sincerely wanting me to come out there. Now, here's why I bring this up. Um, in that film I was talking about, White Wright meeting with the enemy, uh, the Diakon film. So I'll post an article about this. There are people in that film who left the movement. Uh, there's one guy named Ken Parker who left the movement after the film was done. And then within the film, there's a guy uh, who's part of like the, N the NSM who, uh, nearing the end of the film, she's Skyping with him, and he says that he's left the movement. He hasn't quite given up his national socialist uh, politics or ideology, but, like, um, he says that he couldn't stand that, you know, she he considered her a friend, and he couldn't stand that she was being attacked on the right wing. Um, and then Ken Parker said the same thing, that he considered her a friend, and so that's why he left. So I wonder a little bit, you know, um, how would things have changed if I had taken up Dragon's invitation to his clan rally, if I had actually forged in-person contact with these people, in-person um, correspondence, relation, not relationships maybe, but just, yeah, in-person, just face-to-face, -face, I'm going to talk to you, and you can't escape from the fact that I'm a fellow human being talking to you, like Dia Khan did in that film. I wonder about that. But then, like, the other side of me is just like, well, fuck you. It's not my job as a person of color to keep you from killing me or keep you from thinking that I'm a mud race or that I should be exterminated or deported or anything like that. That's not my job either. So, you know, fuck you. Why should I bend over backwards? But, you know, a lot of these folks, especially in that movie in White Right, I recommend you watch it. Um, they do talk about how they've never met anybody of color until they met Dia Khan. Uh, they just haven't been exposed to other groups. They've just been taught to fear them. So it's a really complicated um, issue, and I'm not sure how I feel about all of it. But at the same time, there are people who've traveled the world. Uh, Jared Taylor and Richard Spencer and people like that are in the film, too. Uh, they've come across people of color. They've, they've come from, like, good backgrounds where, you know, they've been able to travel. Uh, I think Jared Taylor's married to a Japanese person, I think. And they haven't become less racist, so I don't know. So I just, yeah, it's really fucking weird. I mean, obviously, like... It's like, what do you do at this point? You know, if you want to explore this topic, you do it anonymously, then people are just free to be hateful. You do it in person, you know, yeah, you'll have a couple people maybe. I don't know. You'll have a couple people who may question, uh, you know, their own involvement in the white nationalist movement. But, like, I, it's not a guarantee. And also, again, like, it's not my fucking job to do that. I mean, nobody else is expected to do that. Do white people go out to, like, ISIS camps? Hey, America's not the great Satan. Like, do white Americans do that? And I mean, you know, if this was a Muslim shooting up a church and, and uh, referencing the New Zealand shooting, I mean, do, do we have that? Like, I mean, does anyone go out, we're going to go to our Muslim brothers and just explore why they feel the way they feel? No, that, that whatever, whatever, like any affiliation that that Muslim shooter would have, they'd be exterminated immediately. So I don't know. Anyways, that's where I am right now. Um, also on this episode that you're about to hear, it's kind of a doozy. Um, it's Some of it's really funny. Um, take note of when Logan's talking about churches as communistic race-mixing whorehouses. It's a pretty amazing moment. Um, then also at the beginning of it, I talk about this guy named Scott Kennedy, who's a gay comedian who entertained the troops, and he died. Um, and he died in 2013. And um, I post, I start talking about him 
people in the chat room. The Hate Project show had a chat room, and al- along with me taking calls, um, people are calling him a faggot and stuff like that. Um, so I push back on that as well. Um, but I do say, like, you know, he was more of a hero than any of you. But then Dragon, who's in the chat room at that time, says that he's not more of a hero than the troops. And I somehow, like, go along with, like, okay, you're right, you know, this sort of, like, support the troops thing that, like, um, and that's fine, you know, I'm not trying to denigrate the troops, but, like, at the same time, it's sort of almost excusing the rampant homophobia in the chat room because of, um, you know, because of the fact that, like, oh, he wasn't as much of a hero. So it's like he's not the perfect victim, basically. Um, And then Patrick Wang calls in later on uh, in the episode, and he pushes, he's the anti-racist guy who trolls Harold Covington of the Northwest Front. And, um, you know, um, I come up with this, you know, we we talk about some stuff. I come up with a comedy sketch uh, about clan outsourcing, and uh, Dragon tries to do an Indian accent, which really annoys the fuck out of me as an Indian. Um, And uh, Dragon still... You know, he just, um, as much as he's inviting me to come out, um, he's still espousing his, like, just rancidly hateful rhetoric about black people, uh, especially in this episode. Um, but there is, like, this sort of tinge of, like, I'm trying to, you know, let me try and reach you when he was inviting me. Maybe that's me, my dumbass liberal brain, putting that meaning onto it because I've watched too many movies and TV. Also, we are the ones getting killed, and we are the ones expected to be nice and to educate everybody else. It's fucking crazy, man. Black and brown people are still the casualty of white supremacy. Um, not just like these hate groups, but police brutality, uh, redlining, uh, you know, basically like housing, stuff like that. Uh, still the casualty. Racism's a disease, people say, but it's the only disease where other people fucking die. Um, and we're expected to be the good guys and educate and be patient and let me just sit down and talk with you. Um, I'm a little frustrated like that I ever went down that road. I just want to protect people who are vulnerable now and I don't care about educating any of these people. And yeah, I mean, with Dia Khan, God bless, you know, that you inspired a couple people to leave the movement. But like if I went to that rally with Dragon, you know, maybe, I mean, maybe that would have happened, but like would he, what would he do to get his other brethren out of the clan? What would he do to shut down the clan even? And also, let's be honest, maybe, like, I'd come down, he would tell all of his uh, clan brothers and sisters to be nice to me, and then um, I would be lulled into this false idea that the clan is not a threat. Or, you know, basically they take pictures and they would, like, it would just give their uh, uh, organization legitimacy, some cover that, like, oh, you see, everyone says that we're racist. See this brown guy hanging out with us? We're clearly not racist. We just love our race. Just like, you know, the blacks get to love their race and blah, 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 you know. So it's basically like because that's what happens. Like, you know, you you look at the Proud Boys currently. Uh, they're men of color in the Proud Boys and they're being used basically as a token to show that like, um, you know, hey, uh, we can't be racist. We have non-white dudes in this thing. Um, even though, you know, when you say Western civilization and Gavin McInnes, the founder of that fucking thing, even said this Western kind of means white. Uh, that's what that's really what you mean by that um so yeah and uh also uh tucker carlson i'll revisit that again um i'll post a clip of that he was espousing these white nationalist talking points on that stupid radio that shock jock show 
Bubba the Love Sponge, where like he said all this other abysmal shit. Uh, he was espousing, you know, white, uh, you know, nationalist talking points about like how white people have built civilization. Um, again, not true. But again, this is a guy that's been uh, espousing all of these fringe talking points into a mainstream news source for mainstream audiences in America. Um, and people were protesting uh, his show outside of Fox News this past week. You know, because he said all this offensive stuff about, like, women calling them cunts or, like, just, you know, describing, like, how uh, basically, like, this guy who married an underage girl was an all right guy and he was defending him. This is like the grabbing by the pussy moment with Donald Trump. It's like you, sh you all should have been mad about the stuff he's been saying out loud on the air officially. So you're mad about Donald Trump, like, being caught, you know, he didn't know he was being recorded saying some vile shit about women. Are you surprised? And, um... And not to say that that should be tolerated, but like, you know, the guy, the stuff that he said in the open about banning Muslims and that Mexicans are just sending their rapists and drug dealers that have led to like, again, people being terrorized, babies being terrorized. What? So now, like now you want to cancel Tucker Carlson's show? Yeah, you should have been mad about the things he's been saying on the air. Anyways, here it is, Hate Project episode 26. The original air date was March 25th, 2013. Uh, what you're about to hear is an edited version of that original broadcast. So enjoy, or uh, don't enjoy. I'll be back later. Um, I think the host forgot that it was Passover because he put me in charge tonight. Um, so the main host is out tonight. Uh, I am the guest host. I am the new vice pope. Um, as you know, they elected a new pope because Pope Benedict stepped down very quickly. And so the Vatican Church was sort of panicking a little bit. And they were like, we don't want this to happen again, you know? So um, they were like, well, we got a new pope in. And, um, you know, we got that, we got that, co we got that covered. Uh, pope Francis, good guy. But they um, they wanted to get a vice pope, so I am vice pope Elysium three thousand and nine. Okay, Elysium two thousand and nine, three thousand and nine. I am so sorry. And so yeah, I'm kind of the vice pope. I'm from Detroit. Um, they were again in a pinch, guys. Um, they were, you know desperate to get somebody in there and um so basically basically you know i'm from detroit and i was actually um raised muslim but they needed to pope and um they wanted to diversify and get more members possibly and so uh they got me involved and i can't complain this uh, catholic thing is a little fun Reminds me a lot of Islam in a lot of ways, too. A lot of fun. Really, guys. So you can call me Pope Ellie, Pope Elysium, Pope Ellie. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we have a lot to get to. <laughs> oh, boy. This show's already a fucking disaster. I love it. He entertained our troops while they were in combat, basically. And he was a very openly gay comedian. 
And uh, the reason I, I read this, I read this really moving uh, tribute to him. Um, this guy like went out of his way. He went to dangerous places, and and actually, actually, there were places like they wouldn't let him go because they're way too dangerous. But he he stuck his neck out to like actually go and entertain our troops, right? And so, um, and he's been out for a long time, uh, and and during times like when it was not easy to be an out gay comedian. And so, um, not one, and this, this, uh, gentleman named Dave Holmes, he wrote a moving tribute on the Huffington Post and he made this point, this human being who went out and entertained our troops, kept their spirits up, basically, he writes this, he says, since then, since Scott Kennedy died, I've checked the websites and news networks that fall all over themselves to remind you how patriotic and pro-military they are, because surely one of them would want you to know about this patriot who, who risks his own safety to raise our military spirits. Nothing. He also checked the gay news websites. Nothing. And so, um, I, th- here's a sentence in this tribute here that like, really, really got me going, that like, I thought was awesome. So anyways, this, this moment in this article, this tribute to Scott Kennedy... He writes, it's so easy to point at the people who are doing things wrong and reach out to turn their volume down. It is also weak. It's more challenging to find the people who are doing things right and crank their volume up. I wonder with my show if I have reached out to the people who are wrong and and I have not reached out to the people who are right. You know what I mean? Like this man, Scott Kennedy, and I see you guys calling him a fag and stuff like that, and quite frankly... That's just pathetic. This is a guy who actually went out and did something positive for this country. And whether he's gay or straight, he is an American hero. And he deserves our respect. That's just sad. That's just sad. What do you do? Nothing. You fucking complain about people on welfare, and then you fucking collect a fucking welfare check. Ridiculous. Oh, God. And you guys are already um, fighting amongst yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. Titty Twisters and Stinky McShit Burger. Titty Twister and t- Stinky McShit Burger. Take that American hero faggot up your ass, hate project. You know what? I'm not gay, but I, take, I would take it up the ass for this guy. He did more than you'll ever fucking do. Sorry, you just bleed... Uh, I'm sorry, dick. You just bleed the fucking system dry. Give nothing back. So Dragon is saying hero, not likely. Okay, so let me ask you this. If he was a straight comedian, would you consider him a hero? So I'll read this again. Scott Kennedy... This, this is part of the uh, article I just posted in there. Scott Kennedy was a brilliant comic who had all the trappings of success, a Comedy Central special, late-night appearances, a busy road schedule. But just as his career began to heat up, so did our military involvement in Afghanistan and Iraq. So he put his, state's cu- he put his stateside career on the back burner to entertain the troops through several USO tours. Then he organized his own touring show, Comics Ready to Entertain, because, get this, Oh, I misread this. The USO wouldn't take him to dangerous enough military bases. 
So he organized his own tour to go to dangerous enough military bases. Basically, those places that nobody wants to go to, this guy went there. Over the course of more than 50 trips to Afghanistan and Iraq, and up to five shows a day, he gave our men and women overseas a bit of the love they sorely needed. You had to give them a little bit of home, Scott said at the time. They had to feel normal once in a while. So, sorry, buddy. You're wrong. Anyone who says this man is not a hero is wrong. And the fact of the matter is is that... The fact of the matter is that he did something great. And Dragon, you are right. I see that you're writing a USO comedian far from the combat zone isn't a hero. Um, You're right. He is not... He is not as heroic as the actual troops. You're absolutely right about that. Okay, and caller, are you there? Yeah, this is Logan. You were, uh, I believe you were in my chat room or Mark Linston's chat room about a week or two ago, and you, you wanted me to call very, in before. You're, you're, you're very gar- garbled right now. What, what's going on? Uh, I'm on a cell phone. I don't know why I would be garbled. I don't use Skype. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it, it's uh, really... I, I, don't, look, I didn't look, really... Look, I don't, I, you can call me Logan. What do I call you? Uh, the Hate Project guy? What's your? What do you go by? You can call me the Hate Project guy, or you can call me Vice Pope Elysium 3009. Vice I'm, I'm Pope? Vice, Vice Pope? Yeah, did you, did you hear the introduction? Uh, no, I, I, I was not. I, I, I had some stuff going on. I was... And I wasn't allowed to, I mean, well, basically, I've had trouble with my uh, my talk show. I had to open it up in a different browser. I cannot listen to the talk show shows uh, straight off the website. I had to I had to open it up in, like, a uh, a different player. A lot of people are having trouble with that right now. Um, yeah, I, w- I was too, actually. I was having trouble logging in and, and getting the show begun- started. So, uh, Logan Hunter, can I call you Logan? Yeah, or, you uh, uh, we had a little chat a few days ago. I, I, I was it? I forget. Was it my show or Mark's show? You were in the chat room, and um, I think it was my show last Friday. And yeah, I remember. I you, remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I was at work. You went and interviewed me, and this is the thing I was saying. You were. I'm not saying you were accusing, but you were uh, suspecting me and everybody else in the chat room of being a hater. Okay. And what I propose to you is, is that everybody, black, yellow, white, green, whatever they are, everybody's prejudiced. Everybody has their likes and dislikes. Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, ice cream. And I propose to you, like, if you're not married, you you don't have kids, I'm assuming you're a white guy or you're Anglo Mestizo or somewhat white. Uh, You're not, you're not Negro, you're not, you're not Mongoloid, Asiatic, you're not a, uh, a Mexican brown skin. So I'm assuming that you have your own likes and dislikes too. And in the chat room the other night, I got you to admit that if, if you were, like, if you had a white wife, uh, 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 you wouldn't necessarily be attracted to her. So what I'm saying is. Well, you, you okay. know, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Okay. What did you say? I, I said I would. If if I fell in love with them and I was attracted to them, I would I would. Wait a minute. What defines love? Okay, are you? Good? I mean, most people are attracted to a supermodel. 
Okay, I'm not attracted to ugly women. I'm not. I mean, most look. It's a fact. Okay, whether you want to admit it or not, they've done in the business world. They've done studies, and overweight people make less money, and and they get hired uh, less for certain jobs, and ugly people make less money. Okay, I mean they don't put Christy Brinkley or some blonde head blue eyed supermodel on TV to sell stuff because she's a rocket scientist. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, everybody's prejudiced. Okay, a lot well, of black I, I, may, uh, hey, hey, a lot of black men may like white women, but a lot of black men may not like 500 pound Chinese women. Okay, or, or big like deal. I, I, I don't know what your point is. My point is is that everybody has the right to survive. Okay, China is not being destroyed racially. Africa, unless it's a white settlement like South Africa or Rwanda where the white people came in there to farm, okay, the majority of Africa is pure black and the so-called Zionists or Illuminati or Satan's kids, okay, because I don't think you understand the dual C-line message, okay, I don't think you understand the warfare that's going on against the white race, the pure white race, okay, how come... All the so-called white countries, the Western countries, America, Australia, Canada, the Western European countries, how come they're being invaded by non-whites because the governments of those countries and the international banks that control them are pulling all the strings and forcing that? How come they don't take over the poor countries? How come the bankers don't force all the, uh, the black and Chinese to force breed uh, and how come, how come I can't go to Africa, China, or Mexico and get all the welfare and say, I want my rights. I'm a hobby. Dude, dude, you're, you're my... Dude, dude, I'm a hobby. Dude, dude, I'm a hobby. How come I can't pull that crap? I didn't hear a word you said because your mic is distorted. I can't hear much of what you're saying. Ask your audience right now if they can hear what the hell you're, I'm saying. You're speaking up and you keep talking over me. Can I... Don't ramble okay, like sorry. that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll slow down. Go ahead. Right. Man, y'all need to understand the same, like, oh, God. All right, fuck. Okay, let's see what we got here. So you were asking, you know, you, you went on a long tangent. I'll kind of break it down and just sort of see if I can trace all this stuff. From what I remember when I was checking out your show, uh, I couldn't call in because I was at my job. I was working late that night, and... um I um, I remember saying that you were posing this thing about, like, oh, if you found, like, a 500-pound black woman, blah, 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 like, would I go with that person? And I said, yeah, you know what, if if if, if I fell in love with this I person. I seriously doubt if you would. It's easy to say that shit and be li- a liberal white and say, oh, well, you said you've been to a black church. Would you go to a black church every Sunday, not just one little time? Huh? Would you go to a black church every? Hey, hang on one second. Would you move into a black ghetto? Would be the only. The hang on. Blah, 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 blah. Just slow down. We'll do one sentence at a time because you're you're ramping up too much. Just cool it down. Have a beer. Um. Yeah, I don't drink beer. I don't drink alcohol. But go ahead. Okay. Great. Well, do some meditation or something. I don't know. Um. So. I don't go to church because I'm not religious. But you said in my show chat room that you went to a black church one time. Yeah, with a friend of mine when I was much, much, much younger. And I don't go anymore because I'm not religious. 
I am an okay. I am a, well, a I, got, I got a better one then. I got a better one then. You're atheist, whatever you believe. I don't care. Okay, I got a better one. Since you're such a, you live in a, a mostly white neighborhood. Would you be no, the coach of hockey? No. I, again, again, you didn't even read my chats. I don't live in a mostly all white neighborhood. Okay, would you be willing? No, wait a minute. Would you be willing to move to Africa? Not somewhere nice like South Africa where there's other whites. Would you move to? Like be a missionary and be the only white man uh, in an uh, all-black uh, all neighborhood? Or would you be the only white man in an all-Chinese or, or an all... Um, would you be willing to do that since there's no difference between the races? And since it's sure. okay to... Really? Yeah. I mean, it's easy to say that. It's easy to say that, but you're not doing that. You're not moving to an all-black neighborhood. You're not moving to... I have no to, reason uh, to. You have well, no I, I live in a very I live in a very mixed neighborhood right now. Yeah, are very rich. So uh, most very rich neighborhood. Jesus fucking Christ. Can you listen? I'm not rich. I said mixed. M I X E D. As in like there's a diverse population in the place that I live in. I'm not uh-huh. rich at all, dude. You think I'd be on talk shoe right now? I was rich. I don't know. I know. Uh, I know a lot of uh, AD anti-defamation and Mossad agents, and a lot of Zog agents pretending to be to be poor white boys when they're mongrel, uh, uh, miscegenated uh, imposters, and they have a lot of money and power, and they're trying to infiltrate a lot of the uh, white nationalist groups to destroy them. So, I, look, I'm a son of Yahweh, okay, and I believe in the pure white race saving it. And I believe in segregation, okay. And okay. I believe, I believe that Hitler and the Nazis were trying to save the white race for uh, Europe for the white race. It was so you, okay. So you, that, you, know, you you would say the I don't Holocaust. Believe, I do not believe, Hang on. I do not believe there was a Holocaust. I believe the Holocaust is totally fabricated, and there never was one Jew guest. Okay. But, but Hitler was trying to get rid of them to save the white race. You just now said. He asked them to leave nicely and go to Israel or Madagascar, and uh, he said, you can take all the money you stole from the white Germans and get the hell out of here. And a lot of them were communists, and they were a lot of them were gypsies, and some of them were homosexuals, and a lot of them wanted to intermarry with the white, uh, white race and make uh, miscegenate, because the Jews are not pure white. They, all of them have Asiatic blood. So even the blondest blue hair, blue the blondest and most blue-eyed and most fair-skinned Jew, like Barbara Streisand, has part Asiatic blood. So they get the benefit of pretending to be white when it benefits them, and they get the benefit of being a Jewish white person when it benefits them over being a regular Gentile. So they play two or three different cards. But what I'm saying is, is that we know that the Rothschild and the 13 Illuminati families worship Satan and that they have all the money and power in the world. The Rothschild family alone has over half the wealth of all the world, not even counting the other 12 Illuminati uh, families. You ever heard of the Freemasons? You ever heard of the Illuminati? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, of course. I've read about that. But it's, it's, you're, you're attributing it to, to all to the Jews. And I don't believe that. I mean, can, I mean, because and again, what ends up happening with all these things is that there's no evidence to back up anything that you're saying. Yeah. Well, 
there is, if you've read uh, the Protocols of the Learned Elders Design, or if you've read the International Jew by Henry Ford, or you've read any of Eustace Mullins uh, or Armstrong and Morton's books, okay? There's but even those books, like even the Henry Ford book, didn't use any science or anything like that. Uh, well, hated Jews. Uh, look, look, all your DNA labs are run by Jews. All your hospitals are run by Jews now. But a long time ago, you used to have to get a blood test to get married in America. Okay, they got away with the blood test. Okay, the reason they did is they didn't want the pure white race to stay pure. Okay, it was against the law in 38 states in America for a white person of white blood to marry a Negro or Asiatic. Asiatic would be like the American Indians are Asiatic, okay? Now, the Vikings and the white man was here way before the uh, Chinese, Asiatic, American Indians were here, but the history books have been rewritten, okay? The Vikings were okay. yeah. Nova Scotia, and they were in uh, Minnesota and all over. Uh, they didn't stay in force. They weren't. I mean, the uh, the Chinese are very prolific, and they've got 1.6 billion people uh, on the face of the earth because they don't have Satan and his kids trying to exterminate them right now through abortion, through uh, race mixing, through wars and diseases. Oh, God. Okay, okay. hang on, hang on. See, if you don't believe in the Bible, if you don't believe in Yahweh, the Creator, and you don't believe that Adam and Eve were blonde hair and blue eyed and the Messiah, Yeshua, the Messiah, who they called Jesus Christ, but really it was Yeshua. If you don't believe he was blonde hair and blue eyed, and if you, if you, even if you he don't was, read the Bible, he was from the Middle East. He, was, uh, he, was, he came from the Middle East. Yeah, well, the white people used to be in the Middle East. The white people used to be in the Middle East before they went to the Caucasus Mountains and settled Europe. So, look, the modern history books are a fabricated lie. It's it's a fairy tale to benefit a certain group of people and to destroy the white race mainly. And you know, why does it benefit? Oh, the boy. Why does it benefit the Negro in America to lose their heritage of Africa? Okay, the pure blacks in Africa don't have anything in common with the so-called black Americans because most black Americans are mulattoes. They're mixed. They're not pure black, and they're spoiled rotten. They've been told that yeah, they're, they're raped by their slave owners. Hang on, I, I gotta just bring this in. Logan, Logan, Logan. Very few slave owners rape uh, oh. their slaves. I will guarantee you that very few, few and far between. And uh, I will guarantee you that very few. Uh, now, uh, who started slavery? The Jews from Amsterdam, Holland. Uh, Louis Farrakhan, the black leader. He had, uh, look, look, he came out on TV and said all the slave-owning ships. All of them were owned by Jews from Amsterdam, Holland. They were all Jew- Jewish that brought them over here. The, the black people sold their own people into slavery to the Jews in Africa. The Jews put them on uh, cargo ships and brought them to America, and probably 50% of them died uh, on the, the way Jews over here. Did. Yeah, the Jews bought them, and they sold them to the white man. Hey, let me tell you so the white man just had no white, no I, I, accountability I, 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 in the whole thing. They did nothing wrong. That's what you're saying. The white people did no, nothing wrong people, when it came to slavery. Look, the white people were stupid enough, okay, the white people were stupid enough to buy them. But let me tell you something. 
Okay, they were already over here. If the white people had not bought the black slaves, they would have starved to death because the Jews sure as hell wasn't going to take them back to Africa. Okay, you don't know that much about Jews, evidently, but the Jews always got to make a profit, okay? Have you ever heard of uh, have you ever heard okay, of the Okay, so listen, hang on. Oh, God damn it. Hang on. Logan, Logan. Dude. Give and take. Come on. I mean, Give the black people are not the only people in the history that have ever been slaves, okay? They tried to make the Native Americans slaves, but they were physically inferior to the black. The Irish, the Irish people were brought out. What, what, uh, the state of Georgia was a debtor colony. The state oh of Georgia. No, wait a minute. The state of Georgia was founded by uh, because it was a buffer zone because all the uh, all the wealthy whites that came over here, the settlers, they didn't want to live in Georgia because the Indians were raiding it. So all the Irish people that were in prison, debtors' prison in the UK, they said, "Well, you can get out of prison if you help settle Georgia." Okay, so a lot of your Irish were brought here as indentured servants. That's slavery for seven years. In the Bible, in the Bible, slavery was legal, but it was only legal for a white person to own another white slave if they owed them a debt they couldn't pay, and only for a maximum of seven years. Okay, so in the Bible, the white man was not supposed to have uh, Chinese or black or, or brown shoes. Okay, okay, hang on. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. What I'm saying you were, is. You were right. Look, look. Hi, hi, hi. They got slavery in Africa. Uh, let me tell you some of the. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of sex slavery or white slavery? Sex slavery where they get all the women and they force them? Uh, uh, that's a lot worse than physical slavery because they're raping them day and night. And. Uh, the majority of the, for the longest time, the majority of the sex slaves were white females, okay? There's not too many Negroes all over the world that are sex slaves. And now they've got a lot of Chinese women that are sex slaves, but not nowhere near it is. Uh, your Eastern European, the people that started communism, they took a lot of those Eastern European women and they forced them in uh, as sex slaves all over the world, including uh, Israel, well, the, 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 it's not just white women who are in the human trafficking business. You you got to look majority, that up. The majority of the sex slaves for the longest time was white women. So don't tell me the Negroes in America are the only people that have ever been slaves. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, just because the blacks were slaves, how are you going to make it up to their descendants? Okay, there's no way to make it up. You make it up to that to that person that was a slave. It's just like saying that I'm a okay. descendant. All right, all right. Um, so it's I just a want to miss a couple of things. It's a nonsensical argument. It's a nonsensical argument. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't listen to this anymore. This entire project, I'm just going to write this in the chat. This entire project is a massive failure. Because you know what? If I can't get a word in on my own goddamn show, there's no point. And this is what's really fucking pathetic. This is what's so pathetic, man. I was I wanted to ask Logan a few questions too, and I wanted to sort of like see where he was coming from, but when you get on my show and call into the show and try to do this fucking uh little sneaky shit where like you're gonna like use it as your own podium to sneakily give a sermon on my own show, I can't have that. Do your own show. Say that for your own fucking show. 
When I say, can I speak, can I speak, and you keep fucking interrupting me? Oh, my God. What's the point? Just save it for your own show, then. And if you don't like what I have to say, then get the fuck off my show. But if you just, like, open your mouth and it's diarrhea, like, really, like, kind of diarrhea, like, that's really just fucked up in a way that you've manufactured, this was, like, this guy's words, that was, like, the type of diarrhea that somebody, like, really had to try for. That wasn't diarrhea of somebody, like, having a plate of nachos. That's somebody taking, like, a burnt tire, um, some piano wire, some coal, and stuffing it, stuffing it up his own ass and then shitting that out as diarrhea. That is what Logan's, Logan Hunter's mouth was just now doing. And I was trying to address shit, you fucking moron, guest number three, but I couldn't. So I was like, hey, let me answer the question. Okay. No, no. No. <sighs> okay, so anyways, I'm going to address a couple things. So this, uh, this whole argument about um, white people not being able to travel to other countries is just false. <laughs> um, I've, you know, I've traveled all around the world, actually. Um, I, I know many white people who've traveled over to Africa and to Asia. There are a lot of expats who live there right now. And a lot of American businesses exist in these continents. And I don't remember any of them being attacked. I think they're doing fine. You might have like your here and there incident of somebody saying something, but white people have been fine. Oh, and the nice places like South Africa and oh, the nice places like Rwanda and South Africa. Yeah, they were nice for the people who were killing women and children, i.e. the fucking psychotic white people who tried to take over that country. So there, it wasn't that wasn't a nice place. It was a nice place for like a tiny percentage of the people. Ridiculous. It's a whole disseminated generation there right now. That's why it's in such a fucking mess right now. But don't tell me that, like, oh, it was it was nice for the white people who were there, but it was miserable for everybody else, and eventually that backfired in your face. Oh, dude, Pootie, um, Bednarski isn't happy. Oh, I, that's something I'm working on, actually, for a future show, which is going to be fucking awesome. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away, but thank you for mentioning that name um, because I. Um, that is going to be fucking awesome. I cannot wait. I'm trying to work on some guests for this uh, show right now. All right, Logan. I'm going to give you one more chance. Logan. Yeah. Logan. Okay. Just calm down. Obviously, okay? I'm calm down. Talking too fast. Just yeah, just fucking calm why down. You, why, why don't you ask me some questions that I can answer? Great. <sighs> okay, sorry, I need to take a breather down. So just, just, just calm down, man. Um. Okay, so you hunt Logans, is that right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Look, look, Holy look. Black Logan. Okay. For me, Logan was a character on a movie and a TV show and a comic book, okay? And the hunt part is to hunt down the truth, okay? Okay. Now, 
the truth of Yahweh, and Yahweh is the creator of the universe, and he's also the God of the Bible, and the Bible was written only for Adam and his descendants, which are pure white. Adam and Eve, through the Seth line, Satan slept with Eve and made Cain, and that's where your so-called Jews come from. I remember Martin Luther said explained all that. I, rem- I remember okay. that Martin said explain all that. The pure white race are the only people the Bible is written for. The black and yellow race was already on the earth when Adam was put on this earth. The fallen angels were already here when Adam was put on this earth, including the top fallen angel, Satan. Now, um, basically, I didn't learn all this until about 98, 99, when I left the churches. I'm not religious. I'm a spiritual person. You can read the Bible and obey the Bible and live by the commandments of the Bible and never set foot in a church. The Bible doesn't say go to church. It says to keep God's commandments. Okay? So, okay, so basically... Uh... Sorry, finish your thought, and I'm going to ask you another question. Ask me another question. Go ahead. Okay. So, do you mind if I ask how old you are, or, like, in general, how old you are? Yeah, I'm a... Basically, I'll be 40... I'm 42 right now. Okay, so you're 42 right now, and you discovered this stuff about... Well, 98, 99, so that's almost like about 14, 15 years ago. So that'll put you at like at about your mid to late 20s. Um, Yeah, about 30 um, 30 years old. You're about 30 years old. So a lot of these guys, and I remember remember, uh, Dragon, I talked to Dragon 1488 on here. And uh, he's uh, he's mentioned that he's, um, he kind of came to his conclusions in his 30s. Um, so I'm just curious where with a lot of the things that you're saying, um, were you, were you, wait, 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 hang on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Sorry. It's just, it makes for a better show if we're not talking over each other. So just let me answer. Like, even if you think you know the answer, just let me ask. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So. Were your parents? Did your parents share these viewpoints that you're espousing right now? Did they raise you on these these? Uh, oh, I had I had told my parents what I believe. They are totally look. I grew up being taught that I was a white gentile. I grew up being taught that the Jews were God's chosen people, and everybody else was a gentile piece of shit. Whether you're black, yellow, white, gentile, brown, gentile, and only the Jews are God's chosen people. And if you say anything bad about a Jew or if you do anything that you or even look at you or think about it as you in a wrong way, then God's going to curse you. And I was taught all that bullshit. But before I came to this awakening, every Jew I ever met was a sneaky, uh, lying, conniving, ugly person on the inside and out. They're ugly people. Even, even Barbara Streisand with blonde hair and blue eyes, she's ugly. Look at her nose, Okay. They're ugly people. They have ugly personalities. Look at Howard Stern. He's nothing but a sick pervert. Most of your people in mental hospitals, most of your psychiatrists are Jews and psychologists are Jews. Okay? 
They have a lot of diseases, okay? Um, they're not pretty people. The white race has invented all, all your patents. 99% of all your inventions comes from the white man. It doesn't come from the Chinese or the black race, okay? But what I'm saying oh, that's, is... that's not true, all this, but, shit about uh, all this shit about Einstein inventing all this shit, no, he, he stole a lot of his ideas from German, white Germans, okay? And basically, if you read the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, once they took over the money system, then they can infiltrate the politics, all the churches, all the religions. They can infiltrate the, 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 the mass media, newspapers and television. They can take over all the schools so that all the institutions of higher learning, they can take over the printing press and rewrite all history and all the books. And that's okay. Really, that's what the people. Okay, but again, even, again if, even if you don't believe, hang even on. if you don't believe all these are bad. Okay, go ahead. And I don't, I don't believe that. Um, but okay. I, I've met, I've met many of them, and I've never found them to be sneaky or any, not any more than like anybody else. Um, okay. So wait, hold, hold on one second. But you were taught. You're telling me. That you were taught that the Jews were the Before chosen. Before I was 30 years old, I was taught by the churches. I was taught by society. The Jew churches? The Jews as, yeah. Wait. A lot of the churches tell you that the Jews are God's chosen people. And uh, you can't do anything or say anything bad to them, and you better kiss their ass. A lot of your churches say that. Really? Because I went to Catholic school growing up, and I, I never heard anything like that. I, I did not see Jews getting some sort of fair, like some sort of free pass that no one else was was getting at all. Um, the Jews. Well, what was the denomination? What was the denomination of the church? Were your parents? Your parents took you to church, right? I didn't grow. No, I did not grow up in church at all. I started going to a bunch of churches in college. I went from one to the other, and I never could find one. I thought that well, they all claim to be going by the uh, the same book. But you got over three thirty thousand or, or, or more uh, Christian denominations in the world, and they, they all say the same book, but they all say that they're right and everybody else is wrong, and they all have a different spin on it. But none of them really are, are teaching the unadulterated scriptures, okay? What it really says. They have their own man-made doctrine. I said this is bullshit, and I stopped going to the. But I, I, I got baptized in a few churches. I went to a bunch of churches, and all they would do is lie. That's showing the Bible. This is not what you're not preaching what's in the Bible, and they get pissed. So I stopped going. I mean, why am I going to give my time and my resources and my money to a phony church that's a bunch of liars? I mean, I can lie. I can go look in the mirror and lie to myself and put money in my pocket, okay, if I wanted to do that. I'm not going to support a lie. I'm not going to support liars, okay? And then when I was listening to talk radio, I listened to preachers on talk radio that were non-denominational, I was introduced to some some people that eventually introduced me to some people that believe like I do. Okay. Okay. So, but but you're but saying I mean, network, and, and basically what I had learned is if you want the truth, you're not going to get it in churches. You're not going to get it on TV. You're not even going to get the majority of the truth in your college uh, colleges and universities. You, okay. You got to search it out. You got to get your own your own text. I mean, there's many different uh, lost books that were taken out of the Bible. There's many different translations of the of the Bible, okay? And you can get a strong concordance and just what the Hebrew and the Aramaic originally meant. 
You see? And you can go back and do that. You can study. And there was a lot of older men, way older than me, that had done this. And they showed right. me I learned a lot of a lot of things from a lot of different people. Look, I was one of the not I mean, I was not prejudiced, I didn't hate, I was taught to kiss the Jew ass, even if they were evil people. Okay? Well like and I was I, taught the white man was you're, the you're white not male kidding. was the most evil thing in the universe and I was taught to kiss the nigger ass even if it's a bad black or kiss the gook ass even if it's a bad gook or kiss the spick ass. I mean I was taught all that shit all my life. Okay, I never, when I was a little kid, I never liked to see a white woman dating anybody but a white man. I never liked to see race mixing when I was little. It was deep inside of me. Why? And I was taught that that would be hatred to say anything uh, in public, okay? So I'm just telling you, prejudice is natural. It's natural to be prejudiced, okay? So you're not really, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go ahead. Okay, you can't talk over me anymore. All right, so I want to I want to dissect who uh, you're not giving me any specifics. What teacher or what family member or what parent or what friend taught you any of this stuff? Because let me tell you, I heard oh, people on the radio teaching the name of Yahweh. They were not they didn't believe like this, but they knew some people that did believe like this. Okay. Oh no! I'm, I'm asking. Okay. Like you, you, you said that you were raised. You were raised. You were saying this thing about like how you were raised that the Jews are the chosen people. Yeah, who, I've been told that, that all my life. I've been told that inside churches, outside of churches. I've been told that in the schools about how the Germans holocausted uh, uh, the Jews, and I mean I've been told all these damn lies all my life. So because you learned about the Holocaust, you you interpreted that as. You need to kiss Jew ass, and that that. No, if you read, look, if you read the Bible, it says the Hebrew Israelites are God's chosen people. Well, the the Hebrew Israelites is the pure white race. It is not the Jews. The Jews have stolen that identity. They pretend to be the Hebrew Israelites, but they are not. They are the seed of Cain. They are the Canaanites. Okay, that's really what they are. They're Esau Edomites. Well, okay. so like all all of these ancient stories have no proof, and they're all just stories. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no proof for it, of any of them. So there's no proof for anything that happened in the Bible outside of the Bible. So just no. like when you go into the uh, Roman uh, Italy, Italy's a country over there no. in Europe, and when, uh, and when you go in their ancient history, they tell about uh, Jesus that he was blonde hair and blue eyed, and that he was. Uh, you know, uh, tortured and, and, and crucified. They tell you about other stories of, of patriarchs in the Bible, okay? And and the Egyptians also have history of, of biblical accounts and the Sumerians. Uh-huh. A lot of different cultures, uh, even China, even China recorded a flood. Because but you understand? Of, uh, but do you understand that um, it's it, it's basically like these stories have been interpreted and reinterpreted and retold throughout generations. <laughs> There may have been like a nugget of an event that happened, and then it was just because we didn't have internet, we didn't have cameras back then. These had just been translated, and like many kings, many uh, uh, leaders have mutated the Bible. They've cut out passages of the Bible to serve their own needs. You know, King James would be a perfect example of that. So to sit there and take this as like, well, this is how things happen exactly, as opposed to sort of taking the meaning out of these actual stories – 
And the meaning, I don't think, is really that like you're supposed to hate anybody personally. Well, look, I tell you what, I hate evil, I hate sin, okay? Uh, and uh, the, the Bible does say to hate Yahweh, God's enemies, okay? And me being a white man, I can hate his... Now, the Bible tells me, I don't hate niggers for being niggers. If they're in Africa and they live in their own communities, Yahweh made them, that's perfect. I don't hate cheap gooks for being gooks. If they live in China in their own communities and they leave Wadi alone, I think that's perfect. But Yahweh told me to hate every uh, Esau, Edomite, Canaanite. He told me to hate the seed of Cain. They are the children of darkness. So I don't see a problem with that, with hating them. They're nothing but, they're, they're all liars. Look, go read John 8, 44 in the Bible, where the Messiah, God in the flesh body, he says they're all liars, thieves, and murderers, and he says they're all going to hell. And that's God saying it. I didn't make that up, okay? I think they're pure evil, and they're never going to stop until Satan and his children are taken out of power, Satan and the rest of the fallen angels, and the Illuminati and the Freemasons, and the Illuminati and Freemasons are all serpent seed. Okay. Um, so... Are you? Are both your parents still alive, Logan? Yeah, my parents don't believe the way I do. Okay. They they what? My parents believe everything on TV. They believe everything they're told in the churches. They oh, they do. I told my whole family what I believe, and deep down inside, uh, they're prejudiced, and they don't. But, but they don't want to admit it. I mean, they just. Uh, they just want to go along to get along, like the majority of the white race, and that's fine, okay? But I'm not going to be a part of a lie, okay? I don't love a I'm lie. Sorry. I don't tell uh, lies. All right. Um, sorry. The last answer was so distorted by your microphone. I don't know what you're speaking on. Um, oh, well, I'm on a cell phone, okay? And I'll repeat that. My parents are still alive. I've told everybody in my family. I've told everybody at work, all my former friends, what I believe. I've lost a lot of friends, and they weren't true friends because they, they, they don't care about the truth. They want to so be your, politically... Your parents are, so but, your parents are... Your your parents and these former friends and stuff like that, they're not, they're not pro... They're not happy about your lifestyle. Well, they don't really give a shit, okay? They believe all the lies on TV. They believe all the lies in the college and universities. They believe all the lies in churches, okay? They play little... See, all churches is a social club, okay? It has nothing to do with God the Creator. All these churches are... All they are is communistic, race-mixing whorehouses. Okay. Wow. That's so funny. I, uh... If they really were communistic, race-mixing whorehouses, I would go to church more often, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, that sounds great. Holy crap. I'll tell you yeah, what. Do you, have a, do, you have a, do you have an address? Damn, dude, communistic whorehouses. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm Spiritual, Spiritual whorehouses. They're breaking. They're violating all the Yahweh's oh. laws. Whorehouses. Spiritual whoring is not as fun as real whoring. Um, okay, so Logan, so your parents don't give a shit about your um, no, they life. don't. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. So I'm just I'm I'm a little confused, I guess. Um, so you you are telling me that you were degraded for being white, or you were made to feel degraded for being white. 
And I, I'm going to tell you this, and I, I'm going to tell you this uh, from firsthand experience. People who are non-white, people who are non in like the sort of like all-American paradigm, the all-American sort of uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. look, feel fucking degraded every day of their life. And then they feel left out because if you look at your TV and you look at entertainment, you look at the culture around you, it's still like 95% white males. Like it's changing. Yeah. Every generation changes, yeah. but it's still like – but okay. I'm telling you that other people feel that way on a daily basis. And I brought this up. Okay. I know this guy, Patrick Wang. He calls into my show sometimes, yeah. um, and he's a person of color. And it's like – Yeah, I we talked to Wang. Talk- yeah, like, I mean, I have very dark skin, and I almost, uh, I almost got, like, attacked. Somebody thought that I was Mexican one time. And so, like, it's just this idea of, like, fucking – that you could just get killed for no reason, for, for looking the way that you so want. So you do have dark skin. So you do have dark skin. Yeah, what's the problem? Are you part? Are you part Native American? Are you part? Uh, uh, are, are you? Uh, huh? I, I kept the show anonymous for a reason. It's nobody's business. Well, I mean, white people don't have dark skin, so you probably got something in the woodpile that's not. You're probably not pure white. You're ang- what, what what I call Anglo mestizo. You get the benefits of of, of being of looking white and, and treated white, but you're not pure white. That's what I call Anglo mestizo. So I should uh, I should die? Like what 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 do you? What's the problem? Well, you should, uh, you, you should when you're asked you should tell people no. I got something in the woodpile. I'm part part Jew or part Asian or part part uh, Native American or part something else. I mean don't, I mean that's what I'm saying is that what's why the why point is it, of, why does it matter? We're just talking. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Well, you're the one you're the one that said that the white male still has uh, a privilege in American society, well, you're passing yourself off as a white male when you know you have dark skin. Why don't you say, no, I don't want to be treated like a white male. I want to be treated like all the other colored people. And that way maybe your conscience and you could feel good with, or, or, or if you're a liberal or whatever you consider yourself. And But what I'm getting at is this. Why does it always have to be America has to be destroyed as a white country? We have to be totally integrated uh, how come China well, can stay pure, pure yellow? Uh, uh, China's a hundred percent yellow. How come most of Africa is a hundred percent black? And that's not a crime, but it's a crime if America stays pure white. It's a crime if Iceland is about the only country left that is almost ninety-five or ninety-eight percent pure white, and the rest of the so-called former white countries of the world have been integrated and miscegenated and communized. Why? Well, let me, uh, let me ask you. Yeah, go ahead. So basically, I'll respond to that. Nobody is forcing you to date a black woman. I mean, basically, the reason that we have the culture no, we have is that, first of all, hang on, hang on. this is political stuff, laws that are being passed that make it harder for a white man to get married to a white woman and have a bunch of kids. Are you serious? What law are you talking about? Minority quotas where uh, a, a lot of white people can't get good jobs anymore. They can't get good paying jobs and bringing all these illegals in that take a lot of the jobs and they don't pay taxes. Your illegal aliens don't pay taxes. Okay, how come I have a, a, a third of my paycheck? A third of my paycheck goes to Uncle Sam. Okay, what do I get out of that? Okay, 
So you want to be a dishwasher or a busboy, basically, is what you're what you're saying. No, I want. If there was a country on the earth where I could move to, and it was all white, and it was going to stay all white, okay, and I could be all I could be. I mean, a white man is not is not going to to be able to be use all his talent and, and become everything of his potential in America or the majority of the countries of the world anymore. Wow. I okay. mean, I okay, so, okay, I, I forgot to address the first part. The reason we have a diverse culture is that, first of all, it wasn't a white man's country to begin with. The Native Americans were here, and black people were brought over here in chains, and Chinese people were brought over here in, to work on the railroads, and so, hang on, hang on, hang on. These different cultures were brought over here for the benefit of, you know, the white race, right? To, for the white race to profit off of them. No, no, for and the benefit like of the Jews, mainly, the white-looking Jews. Because oh, the majority of the white fans did not benefit. Uh, not everybody, the majority, look, your Carnegie's and your Vanderbilt's and your Mellon's and your Rockefeller's are all Jews. They're white-looking. They pass themselves as white, but they're not white. <laughs> Okay, well, hold on one second. Um, I'm going to take this phone call real quick, Logan, but before I take it, um, the reason the reason we have a lot of the policies is, is because a lot of people were oppressed under the systems that we had, and you can blame whoever you want for that, but the reason is that this country has been a mix of people voluntarily coming over here. Mexico, Texas was a part of Mexico. Did you know that? So was Cal. So was the bottom half of California, and so it was like New Mexico and Arizona. And all right. You know it. Look, been told the Native Americans were here first, but we have evidence now because it's been suppressed. Not just the Kennewick man, not just all these other Viking ruins. That the white man was here way before the Native Americans, but they were not here in force, and they got they got killed off and run off. They didn't have strong enough numbers to fight. A long time ago. There was there was a big battles between a small number of white people and a large number of Asiatic uh, Chinese so-called Indians, okay, for this territory. So I'm just telling you that the white man was here way long ago before the Indians, but they weren't here in force, okay. Okay. Well, if you I, have if, if you have some evidence or documentation, I'd love to see it. If you want, it's all on the chat. History Channel right now. They have a special called Ancient America. They've got several episodes. Oh, it's really? On YouTube. You can, yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It's uh, on every right, Look, okay. it's on two or three times a week if you go to the History oh, Channel. God, relax. History. Relax, is man. Is this interview over? Or do you want me to talk any more tonight? Yes or no? Yeah, I mean, I, there's another call. Do you want to chat with Shmooley Boutique? Well... I mean, uh, is there anything else you want to ask me? I mean, th this was, you know. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to basically get to this. Uh, I'm trying to get to wh how you came to where you you. To I your told you, all my life, I told, I was taught that me and all the other so-called Gentiles, the Goyim, that we were second-class citizens. We were just trash, white trash, black trash, yellow trash, and only the Jews. Okay, so let, let's take it back. I, I, I get, I get what you're saying, Look, dude. Dude, I get what you're saying. Let me ask you this. So where don't give me any details. You don't need to. You don't need to tell me like anything. What kind of a neighborhood did you grow up in? Like, what, what was that like? Did you grow up in a mixed I neighborhood? Grew up, I didn't grow up in a, a, a Mexican. Well, now the place where I grew up now has been taken over by Mexicans, uh, more, more so Mexicans than black. But where I, I grew up in a middle class neighborhood, 
and it was mo it wasn't one hundred percent white, but it was mostly white. But now it's a third world shithole because the Latinos are taking over, and they breed like I mean uh, they get on welfare and have twenty kids, okay. And I can't get food stamps and welfare, okay. Okay, so hang on. Okay, so Logan, calm down. Let me let me uh, let me ask something else. Okay, so you've never what what are some bad things on a personal level, not from the media, not anything like that. What is what what is a horrible thing that a black person, a Mexican, or a Jew, or any other race besides your own has done to you? On a personal. I told you that- Besides Jews, I don't hate other races if they, if they stay segregated. I don't like race mixing. It destroys. Look, kind gets kind after its own kind. Okay? All this shit about if you put all the niggers and the all, uh, if you put all the blacks on the North Pole after so many generations, their skin will turn white. And if you put white people on the equator, they'll turn black. We have a lot of white, a third, fourth, and fifth generation South African white people, and they're as white as the day they moved there. So all this shit okay. about evolution, no. There are different races, and Yahweh God made them different for a reason. And it's not for me or you to say, hey, Yahweh God, you don't know what you're doing. I'm going to go screw up and destroy what you've made. No, Satan did that. If you know that. Been... But then, like, so why why are children of mixed races, why, why don't they have hooves? Because they're fine. In fact, there's been studies that show that they're often like a little bit more advanced than people. No, they're not. No, uh, 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 that's all talked by liberal media. Uh, it's, it's, liberal it's a media. fact that uh, it's a fact that all your mixed race kids get sick more often. They have more diseases, and they're more they're more messed up, and they don't really fit in uh, to any. And, and they don't have any loyalty because they're not pure. And it says in the Bible, a bastard, a mixed race child shall never enter the kingdom of Yahweh, never enter heaven, even past the tenth generation. Even if they look like well, they're modeled, they can't. What's that, the Old Testament or the New Testament? Uh, that, that That's actually, it's in the Old Testament, but it also talks about that there, there is no division of old and new because uh, the laws are never done away with. So it's also reiterated in the New Testament. Um, so, um, all right. So, I, I'm, I'm trying to like get at like personal experiences and like what your life is day to day. But let me take these other calls real quick. Um, if you want to hang on, feel free to. If not, you can call in some other time and we can talk some more. It's up to all you. All right. I guess I'll call in next Monday because I, because I, you know, I just uh, uh, thank you for the interview and uh, I hope you understand that I only hate uh, Satan and his kids because Yahweh told me to hate them. And I don't hate non-serpent. I don't hate uh, um, non-serpent. Well, you, 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 you've been very, you use very hateful language about them, so it's kind of hard for me to believe that. But Well, if you go read the Bible, if you go read the Bible, Yahweh God tells all the serpents they're going to hell and they're not going to escape. And okay, so then you hate them. So then you, why don't you just own that you hate them? Don't turn around and say, oh, I don't hate anybody. I, you know. I don't consider them to be human. Well, okay, then I don't that's, consider that's, that's uh, a very mean-spirited, uh, a mean-spirited uh, viewpoint. Well, if I'm wrong, then Yahweh's wrong. If I'm a liar, then Yahweh's a liar. If I'm a, if I'm bad because I hate Satan and his kids, then Yahweh's bad. So you know what? I've got a good role model to follow. 
I'll be like Yahweh, and I don't give a damn. I'm not going to apologize to anybody. As long as I'm telling Yahweh's truth and keeping his commandments, as far as I'm concerned, I don't give a shit if the whole world hates my guts. All right. Um, so, Logan, um, if, uh, if you need to go, I understand. Um, Colin, I, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get at something, and you're not really answering the questions, but maybe someday we'll have a different talk or something. No, ask right? it real quick. Ask me one more final question. Nah, really it's, 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 we're, we're talking in circles right now, so it's kind of not really helping. So um, uh, I just want well, to take I don't, see, I, don't consider, I don't consider the seed of Cain that he saw in Edomites. Uh, that I don't consider them to be human beings. They're called snakes and vipers in the in the Bible. So if Yahweh God said to hate them, I would be breaking the law and commandments if I did not hate them. So I don't see where that would be a problem. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I don't. I guess you see the world in a way that I'm trying. I'm. I don't understand, and I certainly don't endorse. But I'm trying to understand it. Uh, and I'm trying to hear it out, but uh, let me. I, these guys have been on the on the phone for a long time, so um, I'm just going to have a nice call. night. I'll call them some other time, maybe. Uh, All right, call them some other yeah. time. All right. Oh God, I need a I need a, a drink. Holy crap! All right, Shmuley, are you on the air? Shmuley, you there? Hello, young hate mensch. How's it going? It's a very celebratory night. We've had the matzah. We've had the seder. Everything is beautiful. Oh, How come you have so many anti-Semites in one place? Oh, that's a long story. Um, I, thank you for calling in, sir. Um, and thank you for hanging on the phone. Oh, panel. happy Pesach. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm not Jewish, but uh, I really appreciate, um, uh, you know, the, the nice... Uh, the nice Wishes there. Uh, so, what's on your oh, mind? Oh, you are not Jewish. No, I'm you not. Sound Jewish. I sound Jewish. I made a mistake, but still happy Pesach. Thank you, thank you. What what does Pesach symbolize? This symbolizes the Jews coming out of Egypt when the Pharaoh uh, freed them from the Egypt, and they walked around for forty years, and they finally found. Israel, the holy land that is still okay. there to today. Right. Okay, well, uh, so I'm, you know, the, the thing about this show, uh, Shmuley, is that, like, it's not always successful. Um, we invite people on here to express themselves, and, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't always go well. And, uh, Brio, if you're out there and you want to call back in, please feel free to call back in. I'm sorry I kept you on hold there, champ. Um... So that's that's the way it is. I just say that the the young the young gay hat maker told yeah. me about this show. Oh, Ewing Louise, yes. Yes, the young gay hat maker. He told me about this show. I am not the Jew that tried to rip him off for the hat. That was my cousin Herschel. He's a real bastard. He's always trying to get something for nothing. Oh, hold on. The music is starting up again. The Seder is still going on, Hate Project. Hold on one second. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey! Moshi! Moshi, keep it down! I am at these songs every year, the same fucking songs. Wow, you, you sound like you're frustrated by your own traditions. That's 
The same songs, the matzah. This tastes like cardboard. Okay. Well, uh, well, anyway, my name is Rabbi Shmuley Botea. Okay. Um, well, welcome. Where, where are you calling? If you don't mind, my, what part of the country are you calling from? Don't give me any details you don't want to give. Oh, I'm calling from Brooklyn. Where else would a Rabbi Shmuley Botea be calling from and dealing okay. with the Puerto Rican gay hat makers? A very nice man. So, like, he, he was mad at you, but now you guys are friends? No, 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 no. That, that's my... Herschel and I, we own several, uh, some may call them, uh, uh, we're slumlords. Me and Herschel are slumlords. We work together. And, uh, you know, we needed new hats. We have a special hats with the black brim and the, the fur, you know. It's like uh, a hat. And we we go to, he, we hear good things on him. So we go there, I have no problem. Herschel, he's trying to nickel and dime the Luis fellow, saying that this is not the right hat. So I told him, you know what, Herschel, this guy is trying to make a shekel, and you're you're interfering with his business. If one of these schwarzers tried not to pay us our rent, we would throw them out. So why are we trying to do the same thing to the young gay hat man? Okay. Um, so I develop a friendship with the young homo, ho, 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 homosexual uh, Luis, and I invite him to Seder with his 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 uh, how you say his his fach body del uh, Tito. Yeah. But he's a little shy. You know, he didn't want to come. I invite him to my home, but he don't want to come. But I called to say, why so much hate in this room? Uh, first of all, this um, first man, this first man, they show a picture of him. He has no arms. Uh, God bless him. I don't know how he lives like this with no arms. Who's that? But maybe this is where his anger comes from. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I don't understand this man. Maybe he speaks with uh, the speech impediment, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, how they say, uh, teeth missing. Uh, you know, he go, he needs to get the, uh, go to a dentist. Okay. So what did you think about the uh, the whole Satan, the, the seed line, whatever? His, I don't even... Whole... There's only one religion, my friend. That is the religion of Judaism. Oh wow! Well, that's that's a little. I mean, that's a little offensive to other people, don't you think? We are God's chosen people. Okay. <laughs> and this is documented in many books, from the Talmud to the Fachach to many others. And okay. And it goes back over five thousand years, young man. Okay. You are a young man, no, but not a Jew. No, you're a goy? Ah, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, we all have we all have problems in our life, huh? Oh gosh. See, well, do, do you do you think that Logan's Logan Hunter was saying that, you know, he was taught that we should all be worshiping the Jew and that being a white man is a horrible thing. Do you do you believe in doing that? Do you do you, do you teach that yourself? Can you rephrase the question, young man? 
So you were listening to my interview with Logan Hunter, right? I couldn't Where... understand the man, but yes, I was listening to the interview. Yes, man, yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, he was saying that he was the reason he came to where to to be at, at the point where he is is that he was taught that the Jews need to be worshipped and their asses kicked, kissed, and um, the white man was a horrible person. He was oh, taught. They had this. No, excuse me, hate match. They, they had their asses kissed so much that they burned six million of them in an oven. That's how they kiss, kiss the ass? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to say, too. So this is a, a, a good thing? No. Have your ass kissed by fire and according gas? To, according to Logan. But I... I why did you invite this man on? I actually didn't. Like a lot of people, I think told him about my show, and so I like I kind the of gone, gay, like the gay Puerto Rican fellow told me about your show. Is a nice man. Maybe nice. maybe Louise told Logan Hunter about the show, but like basically, um, I went on to like somebody sent me a link to his show, and I clicked on it, and then I happened to click on it when it was on. I was at work at the time, and I started chatting in the chat room, arguing with him. And then he was like, "This guy's been trying to get me on the show. He's been he's been begging me to get on the show." And I'm like, "I'm like, I never did that actually. Like, people told me about your show, and then I think that what happened, and I heard this kind of afterwards. Like, uh, I think people just sort of wanted him to be on my show to uh, to I guess drive me up the wall. I don't know. To not to to stop never to talk. He'd yeah, talk, exactly. Talk, 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 never talk, never stop to talk." Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to my world, Shmuley. Um, I don't know. So I, don't, I, you know what? Like, here, here, goddamn music again. You hold on one second, young man. Sure, sure. <laughs> Mr. Song, Mr. Song, jeez. Hey, see, this is this is a good call. Mr. Song, this, this is one of the most special calls. What do What do you guys think in the chat? Fifty years, Mr. Song. Every year with the, the hiding the mask. The mach, the machza. You seem like a, hiding it for the kid to find. You you, you the seem same a, thing. Jeez. You seem you seem like frustrated by your own sort of traditions. Uh, is, am I reading you right? This celebration cost me shekels every year. The same thing. The kids come. We drink this. The manish 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 devits. The wine is not wine. Is and and it's out of my pocket because I am wow. the patriarch of the family. Right. So, so we... why why do why would I like this like a month's rent from one of these schwarzes that I'm putting out? Oh, see, that's not a nice thing to say. These are my these are my tenants. I I own property yeah, and schwarzes. Uh, I'm sorry. What would you like me? You want me to say the end? No, you, no, I don't want that. But that Schwarzes is a really offensive term as well. What, Come on. What I can say to make you feel more, more, more at ease. Maybe you know African American. Okay, so it is costing me one month every year of twelve months to put on this uh, matzah party for these for these yentas and these schmucks. So I get a little upset every Pesach, you know. 
Wait, you're putting on the Passover party for your black tenants? I'm a little confused. No, it's money from my black tenants. But I'm putting on for these yentas, my wife, a booby, a zaydi. You know, they come, they, they don't bring a cake or anything. They don't, <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't bring anything. And I'm putting on a brisket, you know, I'm making the matzo ball soup. My wife, three days she's working on this matzo ball soup. These bastards don't even bring a, 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 a babka, nothing. <laughs> so you're mad at your, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you're mad at your family as well. They're like leech, leeches. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, what else? Like, and then else? how would you feel if you have to walk around in this goddamn black suit all the time? Hot, cold, summer, winter. Why don't you take I it off? I go get a nice hat, I meet a nice guy. Herschel has to, that has to hassle him. I try to oh. go into the community, they say, you know. I try to give the business to the to the, the spick. I mean the poor, the Puerto Rican man. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, be nice. Be nice. Come on. No, no, no. He's a very good boy. He's a very, he's a mensch. His mother should be proud of him, except she made him too much like a girl. <laughs> See, well, that's, that's also offensive. Come on. So what I'm saying here is this first person you had on is... Some type of uh, uh, mental craziness in him, you know. Uh, I am an uh, I'm angry, you know. But most Hasidic men are, are angry at the world we're put into ghettos. My yeah. grandfather was cooked like a pizza, you know. Right. I I have I have issues on these uh, these. Uh, Goy, C.I., Schmata, Schmucks. I, I, I have a problem. Luis, I almost wish you did not tell me about this. I still love you, baby, but you know. Yeah. Well, maybe, you maybe, know, maybe very Luis angry will... tonight. I hear these anti-Semitic, anti-Hasidic people. There's a, a man who, uh, uh, there's, they say hey. on your ch- 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 chat room that, that the man touches a penis of a boy, his, gr- his, gr- his gr- grandson. Okay, okay. Shmooly, uh, shmooly, shmooly. Hang on. Uh, I have guest number 21 on the call. Do you want to stay on the line with me for a bit? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Hold on. Oh, he just hung up. Wow, wow. you couldn't wait for a second there, buddy? the hell? He was telling Push me to, you know, the music, please. Well, like, you know, but Shmuley, I have to say, man, um, you were using some kind of offensive terms towards other groups. So I, I'm with you in that, um, you know, what what Logan was saying was very offensive. But you got to also you got to you got to also, you know, understand that, you know, when you use Schwartz, uh spick. That's also very hurtful. Have you ever tried to collect $500 from a African-American when he is avoiding you? It's no easy task, my friend. I had an African-American roommate. And did he he skip out on your half, on his half? No. No, 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 he was good. You're a very lucky man, like. 
Very Good guy, lucky man. Mesh. Um, was this, this was in, in university? Uh, no, no. Just uh, city living. Amy Rose, what is Zogbots out here? Sorry, I got to can someone tell me what Zogbots is and why you're recording for them? Do they want to listen to like a shitty distorted conversation with when like one half they <laughs> one one why half the conversation is just like I have a I have a uh, stutter. But Shmuley, my point is, is that you know you're right to be mad about a lot of the comments directed at your people, but then you got to be nice to other people too. Don't be a hypocrite. I will work on this, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all I ask. That's all I ask of you. Guest number twenty-one, call back in. What the fuck? So when is your show on, young man? Every it Monday. Is on Monday nights at ten thirty, here on Talk Show. Uh, now let me ask you a question. Luis, I see him uh, last week to get a special hat for Pesach. And you make it very nice, you know. It is not cheap, you know. This guy charges like $300 for a hat, but it's quality work, you know. And his, his boyfriend, Tito, is so wonderful, wonderful man. But he told me he was shaking on Tuesday last week when I saw him. He told me a a young boy called to this show, uh-huh. and the boy was crying because a man sucked on his penis, and they make fun oh. of us Jewish for making the circumcision, and they say the man is in the room now who makes the circumcision with his mouth. Yeah, well, you know, little Mal. His name was Little Malachi. He's on. He's in the chat room right now. Um, he was just. He was just really bringing my show down. It, that was not a good call. Oh, my my Louis, my Louis, my little goy hat maker friend. I will not call him a fagula. The goy hat maker friend. He said that he's shaking, and his friend Tito, very lovely man, big with tattoos, you know, a little dark, but uh, was crying, was crying from this boy who make a phone call to your show. Yeah, so, well, it was not a, it was, a, you know, it was very questionable, and it just wasn't a successful call either. It was not what, I'm sorry? A successful call. A sexual call? A successful call. Successful, yes, yes. In what way? Well, he really brought the show down. He was... It just wasn't funny, you know? He pulled so much emotion from my little hat-making friend, you would not... I can't even begin to explain how how he felt 12 hours after the the broadcast of your show. Well, uh, you know, I'm sorry. If you see Louise, just tell him that I'm sorry that he had that experience and... Tell Tito that I'm sorry too. I'm gonna... I will see him. He is exclusive hat maker to my <laughs> temple. Oh, good. He is that's, exclusive that's... hat maker. If you are ever in Brooklyn and you need a hat, not just a hat, a hat, a hat for a hat, a hat, okay. hat but any kind of hat this man make. It's not even a man. It's a boy with the, like a girl voice, you know. But right. he's funny, 
and he makes a nice hat, but I felt so bad for him. He said, listen to the show, Rabbi. Listen, Shmuli. He calls me Shmuli. I don't say Rabbi Boteach because yeah. it's not, you know, necessary. So I listen now. I read your chat. They talk about this man as if he did lick a boy's penis. Yeah. Uh, I am depressed now, but this poor Luis, I, I wanted to hug him if I was a, if I was a ho, 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 homosexual, I maybe would hug him. Okay. That's how bad he feels. But you must have more goy callers, I would think, young men. Yeah, unfortunately, like, not, not unfortunate. I mean, anyone's welcome to call in, but I want many different type of people to call in. You know, I want, I want more people of color. I want, um, you know, more women to call in. We don't have, except for, like, these Nazi groupies. Um, you know, we don't have Nazi one. Nazi groupies. What did they think this is? 1945 Germany? This is America. Yeah, well, I'm, hey, preaching to the choir, my friend. You know, they, they turned into ashes. My grandfather, my mm-hmm. grandmother, yeah. many of my aunts and uncles, they make into ashes. And they always deny I it. I can never see part. people again. I don't have the pictures. I have nothing, nothing from these Nazis. Nothing, nothing. Right. It's very well, sad. It's very, it's very sad. I hear you, man. That's why we celebrate coming out of the desert tonight. We celebrate the Pesach. We celebrate returning to our homeland of Israel. It will always be our home, my friend, the hate match. And let me leave you with this annoying goddamn song that my nephew Moishi keeps playing. And let me okay. say goodnight and happy Pesach to you, my friend. All right, happy Passover, Shmuley. guys that was a lot of fun although i do hope uh Shmuley, if you're still listening um go see a doctor about your throat just just i'm you know, i'm just saying that i'm just trying to be nice just trying to be nice guys that's all i'm trying to do well guys um i'm going to just put out my email right here my chat, as as always, every week, is slowing down. So um, if I'm not if I'm not like listening, or I'm not responding to your chat and all that stuff, don't take it personal. My chest is slow, and so if you're calling in and shit like that, if you're calling in and shit like that, what's the matter with me? This is pathetic. Oops. Wait a second. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right. I'm going to take this call. All right. It's not unmuting. What in the fuck? Dragon, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Hey, we missed you last week. Hey, what's been going on? You were what? I said, what is going on? What is going on? Well, we're having a... The usual uh, train wreck. 
This is going yeah, on. Actually, actually, it's getting quite comical. It's like a, like a very dysfunctional version of the Howard Stern show. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's really funny at times. It, it's funny and and informative. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying you that. Got, you know, you got you know you got Logan Hunter, which is very passionate about what he believes in. And, uh, I found you know a lot of it you know pretty cool. And then of course you had the uh, Mexican pretending to be a Jew getting on there and uh, and it was also kind of funny, you know. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds just like the hat guy that was, you know, from a couple weeks ago. Hmm. I, I, I don't see yeah, it. There's I, a lot, I, a lot of, there's a lot of similarities uh, huh. in his uh, voice. Huh. I, I don't see that. I, I thought they were two completely different people. Hmm. I really they might uh, be, but they, but they sound alike. You know, for, uh, for him to mention, for him to mention the hat guy is a dead giveaway. So. Well, I think, you know, the heck, guy, they also live in Brooklyn. I think everyone knows everyone in Brooklyn, right, guys? No, I, I, no, I don't think everybody knows everybody in Brooklyn. They, they move too fast to get to having very many friends. Huh. Well, I'm not seeing the connection. I, I think that this, this uh, real-life Jew and this real-life Puerto Rican um, are two separate people. Um, well, Dragon, where were you last week? Were you uh, washing your robe? <laughs> no, no. I was just kind of chilling out, hanging, hanging with the family. Okay. Dragon, so uh, for those of us, uh, th- I want to uh, catch people up who are tuning in for the first time. This guy is a current Grand Dragon of the clan, correct? Um, no, no. No? Grand Dragon anymore. Passed off that responsibility to someone else, and went back so you're to just doing sort administrative of a, stuff. You're a medium dragon now. No, I just went back to doing administrative stuff. Oh boy, sending out Christmas cards, sending out yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> making sure everyone's birthday is celebrated. You know, getting all the meals on wheels stuff going and all that. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a minute. Oh my gosh. Um. So, dragon. All right, I'm back. You back? Okay. Well. Oh yeah, you know, doing all the Christian stuff, you know, helping out, trying to help out people. At least, at least help out white people anyway. Only white people, though. Only white people. So, what do you think about tyrants, uh, tyrant troopers' uh, comments uh, from last week? You know, he's willing. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. Oh, stupid! I'm an idiot. Well, you you didn't download the show the next day. No. No. Okay. Well, actually, Dragon, let's let's get off this topic. Um, so, I know that like we've talked before in the past, and we talked about how you got to where you are. You and your wife don't have kids, right? That's correct. Okay. Did, was there ever a desire to have children? Oh, of course. Okay. Um. And you just decided against it at some point and moved on. Right. Right. Okay. Well, so then you were saying, you know, when you were you were slamming feminism and you were slamming, you know, homosexuals that you were saying that like it's the duty of like men and women to get together and procreate. So are you not doing your duty then? No, it's a medical issue. Oh, okay. We, we definitely we definitely practiced and tried, but it just just didn't work out. 
Okay. All right. Well, um, I understand that. Okay. No, fair enough. Um, do you have any nieces or nephews? Sure. And do they know anything about your uh, lifestyle? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're, they're still too young to understand. But they know, you know, I've, I've made comments before around them about, uh, uh, you know, they, they've heard me say before that, you know, that non-whites are not allowed in my house. And you know, I make comments about things on TV that I see. Uh, but I don't try to, you know, indoctrinate them into anything because they're, they're too young to understand it. Right. Well, I mean, don't you feel like, I mean, does your family get mad at you when you do that? Uh, of course. Well, then why do you do it? That's a little disrespectful, isn't it? It's just, that's just, just how, how I believe. Because, I mean, there are a lot of things that I do in my personal life that I would never do around my niece and nephews, but I keep it out of my, when I, when I visit, I just keep it out. So I don't, I don't know why you couldn't just do that. Well, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't preach to them, but I, I do say nigger around them and, and uh, faggot around them and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're not from a, we're not from a liberal family. I mean, well, at least my niece and nephew, anyway. My nephew I kind of worry about because, you know, his mom's a nigger lover, but, you know, I kind of worry about him. But my niece, you know, they're, they're strictly, strictly white folks. They don't, they don't fuck around. My sister, so, on the other hand, you know, she's just a fat nigger lover. And, and sadly, you know, my nephew is kind of getting that, I guess, black is, is rubbing off on him. You know, he's wearing his hat crooked and little saggy pants and all that shit. But, you know, I try my best to get my sister to see the error of her ways. But, of course, you know, she's fucking stupid. Hmm. Um, she wants to live in a, in a in that fucking way of life, you know, more power to her, you know. I don't give a shit. As long as she doesn't bring it around me. Do they ever come and visit you or do they try to avoid that? Uh, my my mother, they they're they my sister's welcome to visit, you know, she's still my sister, but she can't bring none of her uh she can't bring her boyfriend with her. She knows that. Hmm. I guess, you know, I'm still in, in the course of this show. You're, and I know how you're going to respond to me, Dragon, when I say this. You're always going to say that, like, oh, well, I don't hate anybody. I just love my own race. But you've been saying a lot of, like, really hateful things in the chat all night about, like, black people being savages and they should be chained and stuff like that. Uh, but, I, but I'm not saying anything that's, that's incorrect. Well, yeah, it is incorrect. No, you, no. Met, the, black, you, the black races. If you take away, if you take away the white comforts that were given to the blacks, they will turn back into the savages that they naturally are. Not true. Not true at all. Because in South Africa, okay. Let, all, right, all, right, all right, take a poll from the chat room. Oh come on. I mean, it's just your, this where, just where your did, view. Where did, but but those, where, those where did most of these that see that see the real the real black? Or the real mud race, see how they really act. I mean, you live in in a, in a black city, you know. I mean, hell, just look at your city. Look at your your city's a shithole, and it's, it's because of the black people. What city? Detroit. You said you live in Detroit. The mixed area. It's I mean, it's not perfect, but I don't think it's because of the black people. It's 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 a lot of it's because of industry. Oh come on, industry man. and left. It's true. 
And what about like you look at you look at any you look at any predominantly black city? It's a shithole because of the people that live there. So then, how do you explain you a, lot, a lot of these a lot of these places in the South, like these uh, trailer park communities? Like, how do you explain that? A lot of those are shitholes too. I would I would attribute that to something else. I would attribute it to yeah, that, but, to disenfranchisement. Like a lot of people aren't getting what they need. Well, well, yeah, you're going to answer. I'm sorry, I cut you off. You said, yeah, but what? The people in Detroit had many opportunities to to make that city great. That's not entirely their fault, though, man. I mean, yeah, people need to take responsibility for themselves, but you're telling me that the, uh, just in general, I've never researched the entire history of it, but you can't tell me that, like, the government and the powers that be had nothing to do with that, the disenfranchisement of people. And also, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you this right now. You're telling me that Look, people... It's easy, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy to uh, bring economy back to America. Stop buying overseas goods. Well, it's, I agree. It's very simple. Very simple. Stop when buying you, it. Refuse to buy it. Go to Walmart and, and stand in front of Walmart and tell me, fuck off. We're not buying no more of your fucking shit. You don't buy it. If it's not made in America, we're not fucking buying it. But people do that all the these, time. But people do that all the time. They and like, yes, they do. People... People fight Walmart all the time, and they never get any support because, like, your your contingent will sort of say, like, oh, those are liberal faggot pieces of shit. No. Oh, the ACLU no. fucking faggot. Most people that I know don't go to Walmart. Really? Yeah. But you know that because people they, fight yeah. against Walmart. You know, there there's... Of course. So, I mean, why wouldn't you... you, you got to understand, uh, you know, Walmart's a multi-million, probably multi-billion dollar company. I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are. Multi-billion. And they have the power, they have the power to to control the public now. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, all, all the electronics companies, they look at what Walmart's going to buy before they start building shit. You know, and it, it, yeah. it, 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 you know Walmart didn't grow overnight, and, it, and it's going to take, you know, it's not going to be overnight for us to get rid of them. But people, so then why, like what you're saying is, you're saying a lot of stuff that I agree with, so like why wouldn't the Klan ally themselves with like a lot of these union groups who are trying to fight against Walmart? Why wouldn't you do that? Well, down here where I live at, the union's not very strong, so it's not not an issue for us. If there's there's a Klan group that's in, in a major city like Detroit, or, or even NSM, they're in Detroit. Why don't they do it? Okay. But but oh. they're not they're not necessarily they're not necessarily you know a Christian group. They're more of a more of a, a, a classist group. So you know they're not going to like fucking poor people either, even though most of them are. So like what I'm what I'm seeing is that like a lot of the recruitment is. I want to, well, I want to get to another point. I mean, you're, you're talking about the savageness of a race. I don't know if you've heard of this show called Buck Wild. It's a reality show on television. No, I <laughs> it's about, like, rednecks <laughs> acting like assholes. That's what it's about, about white rednecks acting like assholes. All right. You can go to any, you can go to any NASCAR race and see that. So then that discounts the entire theory that black people are... That's, 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 just, that's just them having fun letting their hair down. We're not talking about a race of people that every time there's any kind of civil unrest that they run through the fucking city and, and bust it all to pieces and tear it down and fucking rape and kill people. We're just talking about, red, you know, you're talking about rednecks just out raising hell and having fun. So then, like, how do you explain 
uh, in the 60s when black people were peacefully protesting and they were getting beaten to death and killed and hosed down and stuff like that it by whites. Was, it wasn't by us. It was by the government. It was by white. Oh, well, it was made up of white people. Plenty of white people were going along with it, participating in the savage behavior. I don't know. How do you explain Hurricane Katrina? And the niggers went crazy and, and, and robbed their own fucking place where they lived at. Look, look at the, the Los Not Angeles true. riots. They burned yeah. down their own fucking neighborhoods because they're fucking savages. Well, look, I mean, I agree that that should not have happened. But at the well, same time... the funny time, thing about like, it, the funny thing about, the funny thing about the L.A. riots, if they had left the inner city and went into Hollywood or, or Beverly Hills or something like that, the, the, the police would have gunned them down like the fucking dogs they are. But they didn't well, give a shit that they, they, were, that they were tearing up their own, their own neighborhood. Because they don't give a shit. So then you validated basically why they did it. Well, I'm, you know, I'm 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 glad that they had the rights to show everybody, you know, what the savage they are. But I oh. wish they would have got into into the real white neighborhoods like Pasadena and Beverly Hills and all that. Then you'd have seen them start dying. And I'd have danced a jig. I'd have danced a jig. I'd have laughed my ass off. So, but but all of this is out of love for your own race. You don't hate anybody. I do not give a fucking rat's ass about any mud race. I don't give a damn if I told you before. I don't give a damn if they all die. But so, like, I mean, uh, is it there? Is it ain't, there it ain't. Hang on, hang on. Is there an emotion at work when you're talking to me about this stuff? Like, do you feel angry? Do you feel like a fire in your gut when you talk about this uh, stuff? I definitely feel angry. I definitely feel angry. About what though? And especially about the like, way that about the way that the that the people that that we. Keep keep alive, and, and this is the reason why we we made projects so we can keep them all hoarded up in the one little spot. Keep them keep them fed, keep them barely alive, and they wait, still, wait, wait. They I, still I, I didn't have understand. no appreciation, have no appreciation for the white man of this nation that that feeds them every day. That's not even true. But wait, you're saying that the wait, how many black people do you feed? I don't particularly feed them myself, but the tax money that the government takes from me feeds them. Well, the tax money that you pay also bails out these banks. But the funny, the, the funny thing about it, funny thing about it, if you take welfare away, you will see the savage come back. Yeah, but most just like, most just, like just like in Hurricane Katrina, when they didn't have their free stuff, their free food, and their welfare, they went back to their natural instinct is to destroy. Well, their, home. <clears throat> well, their homes were destroyed. Who gives a shit? Since their homes are destroyed, why do they have to go out and destroy other people's stuff? They weren't trying. Not everyone was doing that, though. A lot of them were trying. You, you, you look on the news. You look on the news, and they're mobbing stores and stealing every day. They're not even taking food. They're taking shoes and television. What the fuck good is that going to do them when there's three feet of water on the ground? They take that stuff because they're stupid. Well, think about it this way. Like, well, so if you were, if your home was destroyed and you were on stuck on your roof and you had to like wade through this this water, and the government was clearly not going to come and help you, which they didn't. Um, another waste of tax dollars. So, like, what would you do? Like, you really wouldn't like go and if you saw some floating fucking shoes, you wouldn't go and take them. No, no, because I prepare <clears throat> for that kind of stuff. The muds don't prepare because all they do is they have their hands out. They don't prepare for nothing because that's all, that's all they know is to put their hands out. 
Where do you where do you, like? But where do you get this information about black people? I'm I'm still lost on this. I see it. I see it on the TV. I see it in real life. You take you take away the spoon that feeds them, they turn back into the savages that they are. And so this this coverage, it's not biased coverage at all. It's not. Hey, I'm not the one. It, it was all over every major network. I don't know which one is is Jew owned or which one is white owned, which one is black owned. All I know is all of them had the camera rolling. And they all showed the same shit. Well, from what I remember, I'm sure. If, I'm sure. I'm sure if BET could have got enough gas money together and went down to Hurricane Katrina, they'd have had their they'd have had their camera out there too. From what I remember, a lot of them were trapped at the Astrodome. A lot of them were just trapped. It was not the majority of black people who were doing this. How are they trapped at the Astrodome? They they they, they walked to the Astrodome. They were they were brought there. They weren't trapped. They went there because that's, the, that's where the white man was to feed them. That's why they went yeah, there. They, they didn't feed them. They didn't even give them water at the time. Bullshit. Bullshit. They had, they had truckloads of MREs being delivered in. I mean, you're, you're looking at any kind of natural disaster. takes about a seven-day turnaround for the Red Cross and, and FEMA and everybody to get fully motivated and, and, and where they need to be. I mean, we, we don't have that well, shit just sitting anywhere. You know, they, they, have, they have, you know... Uh, warehouses where they got to load all the shit up and, and, and figure out the logistics, get all the shit cleared out of the road so they can get it down there. Well, I mean, you can't I, just I you can't just click your fucking heels together and expect all the aid to just be there. Well, I understand what you're saying, but I recommend you watch a documentary called When the Levees Break. It's very very eye opening. Um. It's very, very opening. People in the chat, um, if, if I am not answering your questions, I'm trying to get my chat back up. It's not uh, fucking working, so I'm just going to post my email again. And again, if you have any feedback on my show, please, uh, please uh, shoot me an email there. And please feel free to call in. You can call in anonymously. Um, this number down here, it's 724-444-7444. All right? Feel free to call in. And uh, if you, you know, have any, have any perspective on what we're talking about right now? Hey, are you, doing, any, are you doing anything? You're doing anything the thirtieth. Uh, the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Of March. Come down to Memphis. Yeah, once you come down to Memphis. Uh, I'm not going to come down to Memphis. I'll, I'll be. I have a business trip. I'm not a business trip, but uh, a little vacation that I planned to, uh, around that time. Well, stop, actually, stop, you can you can go. You can stop by Graceland and. and uh, no. Come on out to the uh, clan. I'll be, I'll be in a completely different uh, region of the country, to be perfectly honest. No, that's cool. Well, you know, you're always invited. I invited you to the last clan rally <laughs> that we had. You know, you're you're welcome to come down and, and, and see, uh, you know, actual rally. I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever come to a clan rally. I'm sorry. I mean, we'll even we'll even put some caution tape around you so so that you know. Well, hey, we you know I don't know if we can get your robe to wear or not, but we can <laughs> we can we can get you some some fatigues or something so you can kind of look you know threatening. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be threatening, man. Like, what what's the joy in that? Threatening. Hey, you can bring some marshmallows too, because there there'll be a fire at night, so bring you some marshmallows. Nah, it's probably never gonna happen. It probably won't taste good, though. You know, with 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 the diesel fuel burning and all that, it probably won't taste very good. Um, 
think I'm going to pass on all this. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You don't want me at your rally. Come on. Like, I'd well, be having you, you can You can talk with everybody and get to know everybody and, and uh, shoot the shit. Whatever. It's a welcome community. Yes, number five is right. Hate Project is afraid. I am afraid. Well, you don't have to be afraid. It should, you shouldn't be afraid of nothing on this planet, you know, except for except for the guy that you don't believe in. That should be the only thing you should be afraid of. Right. You know, I'm more you, I'm more you, afraid of like a lot of human beings than I am of that. It's ridiculous. Um, but I, I guess like what I was asking about, like you you know. Not, like you've never, you've never had anyone do anything bad to you. That's right. And I'm just, I guess, I get a little confused sometimes. You don't understand. You just don't understand since there's not a, a, a reason, a valid reason. You don't understand yeah, I, why I, I, I am who I am. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a choice that I made through through what I seen with my own eyes. Not necessarily anything that happened to me directly. It just happened to my race in general. And whether it happened to one or had a ten thousand, it's still my my race. But even and when even my though, race is threatened, it, it 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 upsets me. But but you know that your race has threatened other cultures. Oh, of course, of course. So, the, so the strong like, has to survive. The strong oh, has so, to so survive. You're, so you're justified when your race does it, but like when it's done to you, it's all of a sudden a problem. No, I don't justify any any kind of violence. But there 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 are ways to uh, to work for your race. I mean, we have people that are a whole lot more uh, hate driven than I am. That that's in the clan and in, in other white uh, you know white type groups. Uh, you know, I'm just so who are uh, who are some of like the news people you like? I'm assuming you like Fox News. Uh, you know, I really don't watch much national news. You know, I watch a little bit of local news in the morning, you know, see what the weather's going to be like. You know, I don't waste much time watching any of the uh, news media shit. You know, just, it gets irritating. Right. You know, every every other every other thing is, you know, somebody got murdered, somebody's house got broken into, and, you know, just, just sick of hearing it. Well, um, I was going to ask you something else. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like sort of like you're, it's almost like a a sports team, like the white guys. Um, And, uh, oh, uh, sorry, I refreshed my chat. Anyone who wants to call in, um, feel free to call in. You're welcome to chat with either of us. Um, And, uh, but it just sounds like it's, it's almost like a sports team where like, you know, you're going to stand by them no matter what. And if one of the sports team members rapes some girl, you're still going to be like, all right. No, I I promise you anybody in our clan commits a crime like that, we will take care of it ourselves. No, no, no. I I am worried about that kind of person again. I'm I'm saying like you're in regards to the white race. Well, I mean, it's just like, just like people in the black race. I mean, they, they, I'm sure that, 
all those that are unified, you know, they have somebody that does something bad. You know, they, I mean, they can't control everybody. We can't control every white person on this planet, but, you know, we, we can only work with, with those that want to work with us. I guess my grander point is that at the end of the day, like, asshole transcends every race, every gender. Oh, of course. Of course. And so to sort of say that, like, your your race is taking care of the black people, which it's not, by the way, or anything like that, like, it's just, it's a little false to say that, like, these people are savages and our race is the good guys who've been taking care of people when they haven't been. Um, Ewing Louise, if you want to call in, feel free. There's this guy named Dick Reltney. I think I know who he is. He's been, uh, do you know, do you have a relationship with this guy, Dragon? I have no idea who he is. You guys have been going at it all night. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I attract a lot of fans. I'm, I'm yeah, that cool, I, you know. I, Right. And, and congratulations on your uh, ordination too. It's cool, cool to hear that you're. Yeah, I'm vice president. You know, yeah. Side by side, side by side with the man. Yeah. Or at least okay, the man in the Catholic faith, anyway. Yeah, he's a good dude. Did he let Did he let you wear his hat? No. Or do no, you sneak no. you sneak in there and put his hat on when he's not looking? Oh my God! I almost got caught doing that. So I, I'm sort of a uh, not. I'm avoiding doing that. Um, he he gets he has a temper. Put some shaving cream in his shoes when he falls asleep. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. That, that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Well, uh, let's see, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this shit up a little bit here. Um, now, what's so? Why why are you guys fighting tonight, you and Dick Reltney? I don't know. I didn't answer one of his correct questions correctly, and now I'm I'm enemy number one to him. So he's actually Pastor Lynchstead. Yeah. Oh God, that guy. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's you know, see. he has his own. He has his own crew. We have our own crew. A lot of people don't like him. A lot of people don't like us. I don't give a rat's ass either way. I mean, this is the kind of infighting that that hampers the white race. So you know, they want to be fucking retarded. Let them be retarded. Hmm. All right. Well. Uh, I'm going to wrap this show up now. Uh, does anyone want to call in? If anybody would like to call in, just call in at your little number down there at the bottom. I'm going to give you about another three minutes to do so. My chat sucks. God damn it. This is just funny, man. You know, and I'd like to say, you know, many thousands of years ago, you know, we were all one tribe. I'm speaking about the white folks, you know, and we can do that again. You know, we just got to remember, you know, our skin's the same. Our ideas might not be the same, but our skin's the same. We need to stick together and then uh, regain strong control of this planet. We still have control of the planet, but we just need to get back to having strong, stronger control of the planet. Well... I'm not going to endorse that viewpoint, but... Uh, well, you don't have to. I mean, you're, 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 you, know, you have to remain neutral. I understand that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, let's see. I'm going to give a final call here for people to call in. Um, this is like... My chat is ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous. I mean, I don't care. It's a little bit of a relief. 
Less people will get hurt in the world if you guys fight amongst yourself. It's fine by me. Jesus. All right. HP ain't neutral. I'm not real. HP ain't not real. He hates whiteies. Not real. Yeah, I, I, I am not real. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to take this call. <laughs> yeah, you right. do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll do this quickly, and then we're going to be done. All right, oh, caller, are you there? Caller. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hello? Hi. I'm at a project. Yes, hi. Do you know that I got out of the foster home the very next day I spoke to you? Oh, good, yeah. I put in a call for you. They said you got me a lawyer from Daryl Lamar Johnson. Yes, yes, I did, yeah. Congratulations. And some other guy, the news news guy. Uh, you know, I, I just sort of, uh, you know, I, I did my part. I can't speak for the other guys, but, you know, hey, I, I called up uh, wherever you're from. and. Um, well, I won't cry tonight because they put me in a nice house with a nice family, and I've had a great week. Great, little Malachi. You know what? The, their name is... Laquanda and Shaquita Jackson and their black family and they're very nice to me and I thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm uh I'm glad that you were... to, They take me to KFC three times so far <laughs> and they took me to Red Lobster and they took me to the movies but what I didn't understand is that all the people in the movie theater they talk to the movie like the people on the screen can hear them. Oh, wow. Well, you know, uh, little Malachi, I got to take this other call. Um, but thank you. Thank you for saving me. It was a state foster home. I think there were more perverts in there than there were with Grampy. Okay. Well, so thank uh, you, and I I will talk to you another time and tell you how nice the Jackson family has been to me. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, little Malachi. I appreciate that. Good night. Okay, good night. All right, let's see. Our old friend Paul. Paul, are you there? Hello? Paul. Hey, Paul, are you there? Hey, uh, yeah, this is Patrick Paul. How are you, Heat Project? I'm very well. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. I, I, I noticed that, uh, you know, Dragon came on, so I figured I'd, I'd call in and, uh, you know, maybe ask a few questions. Yeah. Yeah, uh, feel free. Dragon, or Dragon, you want to take some questions from Paul here, from Patrick? Yeah, it depends on what they are. All right. Well, how about it? All right. Hey, Dragon. Um, so, so, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, that, that your race is pretty strong. It just needs to, to become stronger. But, but but what's your strategy? Because if you look at the trends, it's it's been going against you for the past, you know, fifty years. So so what do you plan on doing different? Just take it little by little. Right, but but what try does that try mean? to try to get you know one one you know try to connect with as many white folks as we can that, that 
You know, think the same way. But connect and do what? What do you mean? But, I mean, what is your strategy? Because I, I still don't understand. I mean, just, so, just, what, what just do you really like to do? Literature. Literature and, and, and talking to them. That's our strategy. So you're trying to just, make just your... You're trying to get more members. Is that is that what you're trying to do? No, not necessarily. Just get people thinking, get people thinking about their race. Hey, you know, be funny, guys. I just came up with a great. We're actually, we actually have it. We actually. Oh my have god! It. Don't interrupt me, dude. I just came up with a. This is brilliant. It's a brilliant sketch. So the KKK is having trouble recruiting people, so they have to outsource. They have to outsource. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Get we can hire a firm in India. Yeah, you know, just like just like Sprint does, and you know they can yeah, take all the apps. And... So, they, uh, so they call up, you know, they're they're doing cold calling, and they're like, "Hello, my name is uh, Imperial Wizard." Uh, thank General. you for calling. Thank you for calling the Ku Klux Klan. Wow, that was a horrible accent, Dragon. Actually, most of the manufacturing is in China. American manufactured goods. So you'd you'd actually be better off doing a Chinese accent than. And ah, ah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> would you watch that sketch, Patrick? Uh, you know, I would. I mean, I would. Uh, I would be. I would be okay with that. You know. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I, 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 I think I told you my ethnicity. Uh, I'm, yeah. uh, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of half and half. But you know, in the end, I, I'm against outsourcing because my nationality is 100% American. So. Um, I, I want American jobs to be here in America, you know that, and I want Americans to have those jobs. So um, I'm definitely against outsourcing. Yeah, well, hey, I am too against. I mean, I'm against it because it, it yeah, for the same exact reasons. Right, and I think another problem, and you see this happening right now. I mean, I mean, right now we're joking about it, but I feel like there is this more kind of animosity. Uh, towards people of Indian origin or Chinese origin, oh yeah, because yeah, of there the outsourcing, there, um, there really I, is. There, there, yeah, and I don't think that's fair because in the end, if 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 you know everyday Americans need to get angry at anyone, it would be the CEOs, it would be the the, the rich CEOs who are who are outsourcing those jobs, not the the people who are taking them, or even the the, the Indian or Chinese immigrants here in America. Yeah, uh, and, and, and actually, like, a lot of the guys who get mad about the outsourcing, they're the same motherfuckers who vote for Mitt Romney. They voted for Mitt Romney this past election, who's the biggest fucking, one of the biggest um, transgressors. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and what's really funny is if you look at, you know, if you look at most of most American CEOs, you know, they're overwhelmingly white, so. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. So there really isn't much racial unity when you look at it from that perspective, you know. Um, well, um, you know, Patrick, uh, you know, I mean, you and I have talked about this, and um, uh, you know, we've talked about ethnicity and stuff like that. And um, I have a, I'm, a, um, my skin is darker than most people's in general, and so, um, but like, there was this article about like model minorities, Asians being model minorities, right? But, like, they made this good point of, like, how it's presented as this sort of, like, we're presented, like, presented as, like, a, a, as a toy almost. Look, everybody. But then, like, you don't see a lot of Asian CEOs. It's all still, like, white men. That's because they can't reach the button for, for the fucking elevator to get up to the top floor. 
Oh my God, this guy, Dragon. Guy. <laughs> you could have been like you could have been like a you could have been like a, a famous comic, and you chose your path, and it's kind of sad. You you wasted your own creativity in your own life. This guy like has punchlines. I feel guilty for laughing at this guy. You ever you're like Paul Patrick? You ever heard Dragon's comedy like on this show? Uh, a couple of times, yeah. He's actually kind of funny, unfortunately. Like he's actually <laughs> kind of funny. Well, I guess my question to Dragon is, you know, why aren't you a CEO? Why why didn't you, you know, work hard and, and achieve that? I'm sure, you know, you're tall mm-hmm. enough. Because I grew up in in, in a blue-collar family and, and didn't have money to go to college to do anything like that. So, so I think you know, the, the college that I, that I went to, you know, it was just a junior college, but you know, I do pretty good, you know, money-wise. But... You know, just never had the opportunity to get up to that type of level. I don't know if I want to be with those kind of douchebags anyway. I mean, I guess, you know, having that kind of money and that kind of power would be cool, but, you know, I would end up being just like the fucking people that I hate. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, uh, Hey Project, going back to what you said about the the modern minority, um, I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't think the way they... I, I don't like... I don't like even... I don't even really like using that word... Model minority, but but it is. Oh, I don't that, either. Um, but if if you do look at Asian immigrants, and I'm I'm looking at both uh, predominantly, you know, Chinese uh, Americans and Indian Americans, uh, they 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 do do uh, they do really well. And in fact, the the one ethnic group which has the highest median income uh, are actually um, people of, of Asian Indian descent. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, there are. I mean, for example, you know, Indian Americans are about one percent of the American population, yet they make up you know ten percent of all American doctors. And eight percent of all um, uh, American researchers, um, and, and so I mean, so there is, I mean, there is, I guess, some basis for them calling them a model minority. But you know, in the end, I just don't like that term. I don't think they're using it in a in a very respectful way. No, I, I they're not to meet their their own agenda. So they're 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 basically like using Asians as a puppet to sort of like oppress other people and and to shame other people, basically. Right. I see but, what you're saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even disagreeing with what you're saying, uh, uh, Patrick. But um, but at the end of the day, like when you hear that shit, it that's all it is. It's not fucking. It is. It is not. Um, it's not because they like really think that Asians are better than anyone else. Right. And yet, on the other hand, you have, you know, you have uh, white nationalists like Dragon. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to single him out, but the majority of people we talk to. Who would make fun of the different, you know, non-whites? They, they, they'd rather not. I feel like it's a way of uh, taking the focus away from their own lives, and you know, whether they worked hard in their own lives. So it's much easier to to kind of bash another group than oh, yeah. to than to say, you know, have you done well? Have you succeeded in life? You know? Oh yeah. So, uh, well, I, I feel I've succeeded. I still got a long way to go with the things that I want to do in life. But you know, as for uh, ec- from an economic standpoint, I think I've done pretty good. Okay, and I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not trying to single you out, Dragon. I'm talking to. I, well, I, I feel like the experiences that I that I've had with the majority of people from the movement has been, um, you know, kind of like uh, they they want to feel superior, but they haven't really done much. They haven't really worked hard to achieve anything except who they are, what they're born with. If you know what yeah. I'm saying, Dragon. I understand what you're saying. Right, so um, you know, so I mean that that's just what I feel. Um, you know, going back, you know, I was in I was in the chat room the whole time, and you know, I I, I think someone 
someone mentioned in the beginning, you know, and this wasn't me. This really wasn't me. I was one of the other guests. But someone someone uh, thought that I was the one saying it. But there's this one guest who who asked, you know, uh, I, I, is Dragon going to apologize for for everything that the clan has done in the past, like all the killings and stuff? Um, like, what was your what was your answer to that question? My answer to that question is, I'll, I'll apologize for the blacks when the Jews and the Catholics apologize for Jesus. But well, why do you want to, you know, why do you want to connect that to the two? I mean, if they don't apologize, no, they're talking about ridiculous. They're talking about, you know, they're talking about murder, and I'm talking about murder. Right, but I mean, if, look, if they don't apologize, then that makes them bad people. But why do you want okay. to be a bad person, right? Why should I apologize for something that I had nothing to do with? Well, I mean, uh, but but the just like the Jews, just like the Jews and and the Catholics today had nothing to do with Jesus being crucified. Why why right. the fuck should I apologize for something that, that I didn't have nothing to do with it? You 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 decided to join this group. You know, I mean, you look at a lot a lot of the Jews and Catholics. They were born oh. into being a Jew or a Catholic. Okay, right. All right. I think mean, there is a difference. Right, and when you joined this group, you knew about the history. You knew yeah, about the history. Um, okay. and so you knew that you would have to defend that someday. Right, defend your, you know, your your membership, because so should, should everybody that should everybody that that joins the army apologize for the for the killings that the army done before them? Well, I mean, it depends. If if, if the killing was for a for I, mean, I I don't think any killing is justified, but if they can justify the killing, then they don't need to apologize. A, a killing is a killing, whether it's justified or not. A, a murder is murder. Well, I could take this. The whether, army, whether you do it the under, army, whether you do it under, under the cloak of a sheet or or you do it behind a uniform, when you when you point a weapon at somebody and take their life, you you murdered them. Well, the army, the in, army has in, in God's eyes. Yeah, hello, hello. The army has an ethos and a purpose beyond just killing somebody because they're a different race or discriminating against somebody in, in, because of their race. The Army has done some questionable things. The military forces have done some questionable things over the years, but it's not the same exact thing. You're, 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 you're trying to make a connection that's not really there. The KKK has solely existed to banish other races. The Army hasn't solely existed for that. That's the difference. So you're talking about governments going into, into third world countries and wiping out entire cultures. They have done that. Just justified. But, army, just, but justified. That's justified. No, it's not justified. It's not justified. Nobody justified it. I didn't justify it. So for the 3,000 people that the Klan has supposedly killed, that, that, that holds more weight than, than the... Uh, no. Uh, many, no. many, many hundreds of thousands that, that, that the, uh, uh, the government has probably killed through, you know, through the dawn of, of their existence. You're not. You're not. You're not getting my point. Okay. You're not well, getting my point. My point is this. I understand. You're 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 saying that just because the Klan, uh, you're saying that, that the Klan was based on hate. That that has been the only function of the Klan, though. You know that. That was not the function of the Klan. The function of the Klan was to police the South when the uh, federal government took away all the rights uh, of, of of everybody in the South. You, you got to read about it. They took questions. away. They took. They took. They took away all the uh, uh, the police force. Uh, you know, all the all the town leaders and all them. You know, and, and and the blacks when they were freed, they just run crazy. 
everybody was running, uh, running around crazy. They, they, they didn't have any, any those, rules. It was formed by yeah. Nathan Bedford Forrest, who was like a rich slave owner, a rich plantation owner. He was also a decorated military he was, officer. He was a brutal – like there, there are letters of a lot of the subordinates. So they were Napoleon. Nobody's celebrating him either. Nobody's celebrating him either. You know, there's, there's, there's all kind of, uh, you know, awful military people, you know, throughout throughout the years. So, but then, but then, but then, driving, your, your, your line of reasoning doesn't make any sense. You know, let's say you uh, or, or someone... My, my line of reasoning someone. doesn't make any sense because you don't believe what I believe. But that, that's my all right, belief. All right, okay. But, 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 you know, listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying... You know, let's say you or someone in your group kills someone, and you have to go in front of the court of law, in front of a judge. Would you say that you know it doesn't matter because the army never had to apologize for the people they killed? You know, why are you trying to mix up that issue with your issue? I guess you know it's what I'm saying. The army is 100% responsible, and no one is pardoning them. But we're not talking about the army now. We're talking about you and the group that you voluntarily decided to join and become a member of. I still won't apologize for anything that they've done. But, but, do, but do, you, do you think, I mean, okay, but what they did do, you know, did you uh, approve of it or do you, um, do you think they shouldn't have done it? Or what do you feel about that? You, know, you mentioned that 3,500 were killed. What, what, do you think those 3,500 should have been killed or, or not? I don't have any idea because I wasn't there. I don't know the circumstances of the, of the supposed killings. That's just like the, the six million Jews they claim that Germany killed. Right. But I'm sure you've seen the pictures. Killed. I'm sure you've seen Okay, you've seen six million pictures of no, dead no, bodies. No, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the crime. I've seen the pictures of the. the okay, you see, you've seen you've seen a picture. You've seen pictures yeah. of three three uh, over thirty five hundred. I've seen 3,500 pictures, but I've seen or, a lot or, of or, or are you reading? Are you reading history that was wrote, written by someone else? Well, I mean, all how, do you know, how, do you know right? how do you know the history is accurate? How do you know the history is accurate? But then we can say nothing is accurate, right? Because all of history is right. written by someone else, right? Yeah, none it's of us. All, it's all it's all it's all speculation. It's all speculation and and and, and yeah. propaganda. You know, the Jews can't. The Jews says. can't prove. The Jews can't prove six million, and, and the niggers cannot prove thirty-five hundred. But you just said thirty-five hundred today. You brought it up in the chat room. I yeah, that was your. That was your. Uh, that was your number there, Dragon. Well, I, I don't have the exact number, but it's thirty-five hundred and something uh, blacks that were supposedly killed during the uh, so-called uh, reign of terror from the uh, inception of the Klan. But we don't know who's writing those history books. Right. No, well, you know, I, well, I see what you're doing, um, Dragon. And, I, okay, that's fine. You don't, I mean, you don't have to apologize for anything. That's your right. I just feel like if you voluntarily decide to join an organization that has that kind of history, um, I just feel like, I mean, I was just wondering, like, how, why you would do that, why you would join that organization. Um, it's kind of like you, you're okay with Because it, it's you know? a belief. It's just like people that join radical Islam. You know that's that's just their belief, and, and right. you know you'll never kill a belief. No matter no matter how, if we killed every every damn uh, radical, militant Islam person on this planet, somebody would still come along, pick up that same idea, and, and and go again with it. It's just how people believe. So why willingly? They're not responsible for what they've done going. before. 
So why willingly do it? Like, why are you willingly participating in that tradition? Because I believe it's right. Okay. Well, you know, I'm glad that Dragon brought it up because I, you know, I think I think he is right in the sense that um, the the movement that he's a part of and this whole you know uh, movement um, is very similar to radical Islam in the sense that yeah, young youth who join it they they get radicalized by by the leaders. And a lot of them end up doing things that that end up, you know, uh, leading to their, you know, joining prison and becoming, uh, you know, serving a long prison sentence because of, you know, either stupid things that they did or or something a lot more serious. I mean, I, I mean, as as you know, uh, Hate Project uh, and yes. Dragon, I, I'm a, I'm an enemy of Harold Covington or I'm against Harold Covington. Um, well, uh, I, I found out through um, Karina, uh, who is a former member of Harold Covington's Northwest Front, that. Uh, that that the Spokane bomber, the the bionic bomber back in 2010, was known to several uh, uh, Northwest Front members before he actually set the bomb. You know, so oh, wow. it, it, it's not like he was working alone. He he actually told several people in the Northwest Front that he was doing it, and none of them uh, called the police. It was someone else who called the police, and that's how you know, they were found out. And so you know, it, it definitely, and so those people were okay with it. They were okay with all those people in that MLK uh, uh, rally being killed by that bomb. So um, it's pretty shocking when you think about what they're capable of. You know, not all of them, but some of them, you know. Um, so I would say, yeah, it is similar to radical Islam. I, I agree. And, and any good speaker can get people to follow them. I mean, look at look at the president. Look at Look at military generals. I mean, look at TV celebrities. I mean, if you if you can talk, hell, you, know, you can get anybody to follow you and, and do what you want to do, or have them do what you want them to do. It don't necessarily have to be hate. I mean, look look at all the people that follow Reverend Farrakhan. Right, but so see, as long as they make, as long as the belief is not, you know, dangerous, it doesn't lead to other people dying. It doesn't really matter. But the the, the kind of belief that say the Northwest Front or or, or what led the bionic bomber to do what he did. Uh, you know that's dangerous. You know he, he wanted to kill a lot there, of. People. There's not nothing. There's not nothing dangerous about Harold Covington. He's an old man. He's a novelist. He, it's just an idea. Uh, no, There's I. Nothing, I, 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 nothing I dangerous about Harold have Covington. You, have you read his novels, Dragon? Have you read all of his novels? I've read that they. Yeah, they're they're very comical. Uh, they're very very violent. Actually, they're extremely violent. Well, hell, think, read read I, the Bible. I, the Bible the Bible's very violent. Read the Bible. Oh, hell, nice. any, any, any book it can be it can be violent. Hell, uh, uh, read a read a fucking penthouse magazine. Now I'm not saying that Harold Covington himself is going to do anything. I doubt that. But again, it, it's kind of like radical Islam. You know, it's where you have leaders radicalizing young youth who end up doing things. You know, it's the youth that end up um, going and doing stuff, and that's what. That's why I'm worried about Harold Covington, not because I, I feel he'll personally do something, but I feel like people who join his group or who read his books will, will do something. And, I, and Hate Project, I, 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 you know, if you do get the time, I, I recommend that you read um, Harold Covington's book, books because you can read them for free online. Um, you, know, you don't have to pay for them. Can you, can you email me the link? Anybody that associates a fictional book with reality needs to be kicked in the nuts. Well, that's okay. not true. I mean, what about what about Timothy McQuaid and and uh, Turner Diaries? You know, uh, that I mean, 
you read it? I, I, don't, follow, you read I, don't, follow I don't follow none. I don't follow none of that shit. Guys, guys, guys. Okay, so we're we are talking in circles now. To, right now, and I gotta I gotta wrap up the show. Um, thank you both for calling in. I'm putting my email back out here, hateprojectradio at gmail.com. I'm going to put my Twitter handle out here for anyone to follow, but I think people in the chat are really busy fighting with each other. So um, I don't know what the word honeypot means, but whatever. You don't have to email me if you don't want they're to. Talking about your, they're talking about your asshole. No. Is that like a, prison, that like a fucking prison term or something? I, I, I don't know. I was just speculating. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure they are. I'm sure, like, they're masturbating to my asshole right now, too. <coughs> Anyways, uh, uh, guys, i got to wrap up the show. Uh, we'll be hey, back you know, you're, you, you know, you're just a, you know, with, with your Pope robe, you're just a patch away from looking like you're in the clan. You mean, you mean a million patch, and you can kind of stick it on your robe and Wait, what, what look you at say? yourself in the mirror? Hey, what did you say? Your, I said, with, with your white robe from, from being the Pope, the assistant Pope, Oh yeah, yeah. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is just throw a clan patch on it, and you you look just like one of us. I'll, all I'll right, mail you Paul. one, and you can do it. You know, do it in the mirror behind. You know, when you got the door shut and stuff. Yeah, ma- mail it to the vat. I'm at the Vatican. That's where I'm broadcasting. I, do. I have the address. I have the address. Just just uh, email to the Vatican, and uh, I'll I'll just email to uh, Vice Pope Elysium three thousand and nine. I will. Yeah. All right. And Dragon, um, Dragon, you know, I I do disagree with your views, but I thank you for for being honest and uh, being ready for, for being part of this dialogue. I appreciate that. Oh, that's no problem. You're, you're, the, you're the one from Montana, right? Right, right. That's me. Okay. Yeah, that's a cold place. All right. Oh, yep, sure is. Thank you for calling in. Uh, uh, Patrick, email me that link because uh, I'm yep. curious. I, I want to do a little bit more research on this myself as well. Um, right. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. Sorry, what would you say? No, I said I will. I will. Okay. Well, guys, I just want to say happy Passover to everybody. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the call. Dragon, thanks for calling in. Patrick, thanks for calling in. Uh, And I wish you all a happy, happy Passover. Good night. So uh, my intention in revisiting these conversations um, is not to just um, trigger people more than they are than they're, than they're already triggered. I mean, everybody knows that racism is still rampant in this country and the world. Obviously, um, we see videos all the time of um, you know white people just openly being racist. They're caught on smartphones. Um, I don't know what the solution is and I guess like you know in sharing these I just hope that it's just information for people I hope that um, people are understanding that this problem is beyond whoever's the president you know and um, that uh, a lot of these ideologies are not just fringe ideologies a lot of people have a version of them Um, even people who don't seem like they belong to a hate group in them you know in their own everyday life Um, so I don't know how positive this whole podcast is or how healing it is. I can't really promise that. I hope it's information for people. I hope, you know, that information is arming you, you know, because, um, yeah, I don't know what the solution is. It just keeps happening. Hate crimes are on the rise still. Um, and it just keeps happening. Same targets too. Same people, same groups are still being oppressed and killed so I don't know the solution is 
peaceful dialogue's been tried for how long now? And then violence leads to more violence, so I just don't know. But if you have any ideas, please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. Follow me, uh, follow this podcast at Civil Podcast on Twitter. Like it on Facebook. Uh, tell your friends, and I will talk to you next time.